Don't delete the podcast. Don't believe, delete the podcast. Don't. Hello there, and welcome to episode six of the Game Sharks podcast. The undeleted version. Where we talk about our favorite thing in the world, disc golf. Try that again. What? <laughs> that was what I tried last time, and then I deleted the podcast. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yep. do that again. And then Derek had a little thing about how he likes disc golf, and he's like, this is still not the stuff we like. And I'm like, suck my butt. And video games. Wow. Feels like it was last week. <laughs> oh, but only but a week ago. All right. So today on the podcast, we're going to hit a couple news things real quick. No one, None of us have been playing anything new, really. Uh, we'll touch on a couple things on what we've been playing. I've only played Legends of Runeterra. Yeah, same. Um, and then our big thing for this episode is the four of us collectively made our own personal lists of the top 10 games from the 20-teen decade. And we, I put them together into a single cohesive list based on a point system. And we're going to go through that list of the Game Sharks official top 10 games of the 20 teens. So, can you just say the 2010s like a normal person? 2010s? Yeah. Yeah. 2010s. Not 20 teens. Come on, 20 man. 20 teens? 20 tweens? <laughs> oh, that's worse. <laughs> Even worse. Yeah. That's worse. Um, yeah. So, that's the plan. So, let's start real quick with some news things only a couple small things that we're going to hit real quick first thing i wanted to bring up was that dark crystal age of resistance tactics came out this week i was pretty excited for this game i'm a big dark crystals fan do you guys are you familiar I with thought dark that crystal? game came out like a year ago no they announced it at e3 last year oh. that's when they first showed it <laughs> when did the show come out the show came out in fall oh uh, okay okay so i thought it was going to launch at the same time but it didn't it yeah. only came out this past week february 4th I was excited about playing this game and I was going to pick it up, but after looking at all the reviews and stuff for it, IGN gave it a five, which is mediocre. (laughs) I hear it's not very good. Very basic, very bland, boring, not fun, not a lot of depth to the combat. So unfortunately, I think I'm going to pass on this, even though it was something I was initially pretty excited for. You and like three other people. (laughs) Yeah. It's such a niche thing to like, like... I was really excited because Dark Crystal is one of my favorite yeah, I was gonna childhood say, it memories. One of your favorite things, and, and tactics, tactics is one of my games. favorite genres. <laughs> and I was like, when they announced it, my brain exploded because <laughs> that was also when they announced Hero and Banjo for Smash. And I almost was it during the same direct. Yeah, I almost got as excited for this as when they announced Banjo. But <laughs> hearing that it's pretty terrible <laughs> yeah. makes me really sad. I might still pick it. It's only twenty bucks, That's and it's bad. a pretty short game from what nah. I've heard. So I might still pick it up just because. Well, it's you can get a much better game for twenty dollars. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Just replay any other tactics game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just wait till it's on sale. I'll, yeah, I'll wait until I can get it for prop. two bucks. Maybe ninety percent. We'll Regardless, I'm maybe a little bit doing that bad. Maybe we'll get the ninety percent off. It's mm-hmm. not a Nintendo first party title, so you have a good chance. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, next piece of news. Has any of you been aware of this whole Platinum Games countdown thing that's been happening? Oh yeah, no? I, the, at that. I am. Yeah, Platinum I'm, I'm four. aware. Okay, so Platinum Games released a website, 4.platinumgames.com, the number four spelled out. And it looks like they're teasing four separate big announcements. And they came out with the first one is a Kickstarter to remaster the Wonderful 101, which is a oh, well, Wii U I game. heard about that. There, I wasn't sure it was. I didn't know it was the, part of a countdown. Yeah, is the Kickstarter still happening? No. So the Kickstarter yeah, exactly. funded it in, in I think, so like hour, five hours, right? Did they take it down? It's really quick. No, so you can still yeah, donate to I it. I want to say it's, over, it's like almost like $5 million. Well, so, Really? I thought there was like a stretch goal for like $1.25 million to have a soundtrack or something. I, I think it's completely like surpassed any and all stretch goals yeah so <laughs> right now much. it's 155,000 i think that's the yen oh i don't know why i'm showing yet now it's a hundred 
forty. Wait, one point four million. Okay, it's okay, one point four million. Okay, it's still a decent amount. Yeah, with twenty eight days to go. So yeah, it's, it's gonna totally. Yeah, so they're only looking for fifty thousand, which is kind of a weird. It's almost I'm, like a joke. It's like, why are you? If you're only looking for fifty thousand dollars, why do you need to kickstart this? I think they maybe. I mean, this is a Wii U game that made zero money. Yeah, it was like a very, so very I, niche I, I'm Wii sure U exclusive. You know, they kind of were like, "Hey, I think they've also already made the game." Very much a cult. Yeah, classic. it's coming yeah. out in April. Yeah, so, so I, this game's I'm, done. I think why kickstart if you basically already had it oh, done? It's, it's all marketing. It's you all, think so? It, yeah, it's it, uh, all I, yeah, I can see that. It's probably I mean, it's probably part of this whole number four countdown thing. Yeah, it was the first one on the countdown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so remind me, what, what, is, what are the games this platinum made? So they made that terrible Legend of Korra game. They make the Bayonetta games. They were gonna make that scale bound xbox exclusive yeah, game all, like hack and slash action games. yeah did they make demon x machina or uh, astral chain one astral of those astral chain. They were, okay. uh, yeah yep i mean haven't there been rumors floating around about a new bayonetta they're, uh, they're no, not rumors. bayonetta they're, 3 yeah, is announced no, they're making okay. bayonetta 3 yeah but i think it's switch so exclusive they're supposed to be all all four i think are supposed to be games not already announced because they do have oh, okay. they already have like a few games in work yeah bayonetta, bayonetta 3 is definitely in work um, Babylon's Fall, okay. I think, is one they re- announced. At yeah, they the announced Game Awards. that recently, right? Yeah. Uh, so I think all all four of these are supposed to be new games or or newish remasters. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited about the Wonderful 101 because I didn't play it on Wii U. Yeah, yeah I didn't either. I, I wanted to. It. it gives me a very beautiful Joe vibe. Yeah, especially that main character. I think they're Wonder like, Red. Yeah, it's so all their things are Wonder, whatever color yeah. they are, something along those lines. So he, yeah, he gives me super big. Beautiful Joe vibes too. I was thinking that earlier today. So I'm excited to play this. I always wanted to play yeah. it on Wii U, and I just never managed to pick it up because yeah. I never it wanted coming to turn to on Switch my Wii U. Will make me play it for sure. I think this is a game most of us will probably end up picking up. Although yeah. if it comes out in April, like it says, then <laughs> yeah, might yeah. be a while. Yeah. I won't get it right like, away. I don't, but I don't know personally. If it wasn't that big of a success the first time, like maybe being on the Switch is like the place it needed to be because the Switch has been garnering that reputation of like a bunch of the kind Wii of Wii U ports. Games. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that. Right. So right. maybe this will be the time where it actually gets some more attention. I think the Switch might be the perfect place for it. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's already made a million dollars. Yeah, it also it hit the stretch it's clearly. Goal. <laughs> it's coming to Steam and PS4 as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I... The game was well-liked. The people who played it loved oh, it. Yeah. Everyone oh, yeah. says it's a cult classic. Good, it's a good game. It just was on a dead, dead console. non-supported <laughs> console. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited that more people right. are going to get this in their hands, and I we'll talk about it when it comes God, out. Could or, you imagine if Breath of the Wild didn't release on Switch as a launch title and just came out on Wii U? Derek would have still played it. I mean, yeah. I would have still played <laughs> it. I, oh, yeah, more I was people would get it, but it probably wouldn't have done nearly as well. No, that's true. Clearly not. So, does anyone have any thoughts on what uh, the other three announcements could be? Ooh. Any predictions? Maybe number two or three, like because four has to be some bombshell, right? So maybe two or imagine. three could be a Bayonetta 3 trailer, maybe for three. <laughs> well, Derek said well, it's for stuff that's not announced yet. Yeah, what? so I want to say an, I mean, they've all done we... this before. They had, the, they had the Platinum 3, and I can't remember what. I think Bayonetta 2 maybe was one. They had like, they kind of, they did this before and announced like three games. Oh, okay. Um, and so I think that's that's what they're going for. I mean, they, they always make like a ton of games. Like they have a ton of projects going on at all times. It's yeah. why you get weird ones like the Legend of Korra, which I heard was game. not good, unfortunately. And, yeah, and like, I got some bad reviews. Uh, but then you get some other ones where, like, they made. Um, I want to say they, they did near like part of near. Yeah, they worked on one uh, of the Automata or whatever. Automata, the newest Automata, one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they did it all by themselves, but they were like part of the. You know, they worked on it. 
I can look it up real quick. What they made? No, um, like the what what the Platinum Three were. Oh, okay. okay. I could also look it up. Yeah, Jeff's got, got a computer. computer. Got um, your computer right there. Three. I was also looking at what the Platinum games, actual games were. Yeah. But I was thinking a trailer because. Ooh, sorry. They made Star Fox Zero. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Bought they, it. Never. Opened I mean. It. I've heard good things about Star Fox Zero. Star Fox Zero is another one of those where if you put it put past the, you know, it's not Star Fox 64 bias, then it's a pretty good game from what I've heard. I never managed to play it. I'd like to give it a shot someday because I love Star Fox. Um, notable things. Yeah. Wonderful 101, Near Automata, World of Demons, Transformers, Devastation, Bayonetta. Those are probably the biggest ones, Star Fox. They yeah, made a Ninja like, Turtles can, game. Can you look up what, like, the Platinum 3? Yeah, are? so I'm yeah. looking at oh, it now. Um, I can't find it. No. No. I, I, I had read it somewhere um, when when I was reading about the announcement. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I don't know what they're going to be. Um, they always have, like, multiple projects and work. And, it, you know, the fact that they already have, they're working on babylon's fall and bayonetta 3 i'm like what else could they possibly like i i wouldn't be surprised if it's more remasters mm. maybe of like older i'm trying to think like what older game like oh, heavenly God. was heavenly sword one of their games no i don't, know I don't think so near uh, automata for switch yeah my, would, like that could i wouldn't be surprised if maybe that's what one of them is so my big prediction scalebound is being revived in that some fashion would be surprising that's my guess because what Xbox is striving for or Microsoft to try to bring exclusive stuff to Xbox and now that they're throwing mm-hmm. all sorts of money at stuff, I'm that's more where my money's going is that they're doing some sort of revival. of. So that, that was a bit of news that I saw pop up when uh, they, you know, this was announced was that Xbox had tried to buy them last year mm-hmm. and like it, they didn't end up selling. Yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe Good. that's why Scalebound then fell through. But now they're like, no, let's bring it back. I would that would be cool. Yeah, it looked like a cool game. Yeah, dragons and music and stuff. Ooh, cool. All right, that's all we got for that. Next up is they announced the lineup. Wait, hold on, Andrew, I need you to to back me up. I'm okay, gonna, I'm gonna say something. I'm all gonna, right, and then I just need <laughs> you to go like. Are we gonna mind meld right now? No. Okay. You're gonna be like do 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 do. Okay, ready. Now it's time for our eSports Minute. Boop, 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 oh, way too loud. My ears. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> the, that beep. Oh, God. Okay. Let's try this again. Okay. The eSports Minute. Yeah. So every once in a while, we're going to talk about eSports on this podcast because eSports. We like eSports. Um, they announced the lineup for Evo 2020. I know Andrew's seen it. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I, I did take a gander. So uh, here's what we got. Smash Bros. Ultimate. Expected. Tekken 7. Also expected. Street Fighter 5. Dragon Ball Fighters. Sam Show. Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. I've never heard of that one. That one's pretty popular. Soul Calibur 6. Under Night in Birth. X Late CLR. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, is that an anime game? Yeah, kind of. I, I think it's. I, would assume so. I think shorthand is like Unist. Huh. How do you get to that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, don't it doesn't know. make sense what? to me. <laughs> okay, so the big announcement here is that Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is going to be mm. at EVO. The uh, 20-year anniversary. Yeah, so that's really cool. Uh, this is probably going to be the last time there's a super big competitive tournament for well, Marvel vs. Capcom Well, it's an eight-player like invitational. So it's only eight players playing in it. Yeah, invitational. And they're right. they're bringing in a combination of like known legends of the fighting game community as well as some fresher faces. 
you know, matchups that we didn't get to see in the past because of players retiring and moving on to different games and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think I'm excited to watch this. I've never been huge into Marvel vs. Capcom 2, but, you know, it's a beloved fighting game. It's one of the best of all time. So it'll be exciting to see that. And I hope they continue this going forward with Evo where they'll bring back old games for anniversaries and do Melee. invitationals. That's really cool. Yeah, Melee is... Melee, good. please. Um, Melee has... Next an, year. Next year is what, 20 for 20, Melee? 20th anniversary, yeah. So yeah, yeah next year... time to do it. Yeah. Well, they dropped Melee to a lot of you know Smash players' dismay last year. Yeah. And as a result, it's not returning this year. Rip. But yeah, I'm sure I'll I'll put my money down that Melee is going to be in it next yeah. year for its 20th anniversary. I, Ma- I think it would be cool if they did something similar to what they're doing with the Marvel vs. Capcom, you know, where it's like a tournament of champions, you know, people that won in the past or, or yeah. new faces come in and just like battle out. And it's not like a focus because I feel like with Ultimate now having it, it seems like it has a revived uh, or at least the newer Smash game now has like a revived community around it it's the um, biggest it's been since right melee. yeah you like since yeah it's the biggest it's been since melee like melee you want to keep thriving. that as a uh kind of a profile like yes but then also yeah have melee come for like little events and stuff like that because we obviously people love that game yeah There's, well i think last year they did the melee side event in like a hotel or something yeah yeah, yeah. like melee's still really big <laughs> any big smash tournament is doing both ultimate and melee at the same time yeah so. everyone's everyone said when melee dropped out of evo that melee was dead but melee proved melee, themselves will never die melee's not yeah. dead. <laughs> cool so yeah a little bit of fun stuff there with uh, marvel vs. capcom 2 and then the last thing i want to talk about is us kind of retreading old water we had talked a couple of weeks ago about potential rumors of a new switch model in 2020 Mm -hmm. so i got some news for you guys oh there will be no new switch model in 2020 (gasps) it finally confirmed during an investors meeting uh the company said regarding nintendo switch we believe that it is important to continue to communicate the appeal of both nintendo switch systems and expand the install base please note we have no plans to launch a new nintendo switch model during 2020 yeah. Introducing the Nintendo Switch <laughs> U coming January 1st, 2021. Uh. Um, uh, yeah, obviously, this doesn't prevent them from making releasing one in the future. It's just not no. coming yeah. this year. All, it, all they it said also was not 2020. Doesn't yeah. mean they don't have one in the works. That's true. They so have also, no- they have a statement <laughs> to harbor people's expectations. Yeah, yeah basically. Um, so, yeah, don't expect a new Switch this year, but come on, we all know that you're going to buy the Animal Crossing the one. The new instead. Nintendo yeah. Switch. Or what is it? The, yeah, it was a new Nintendo 3DS was the, yeah. the yeah. step-up model. The new. Hopefully they do a better name for it. But yeah. I'd love to see them uh, bring back the Switch code name and call it like the Switch NX. Oh, that would be so cool. That would be kind of cool, yeah. yeah. Honestly, all of, the, yeah, all, of the, <laughs> all of the code names for Nintendo consoles, I feel like, sound way cooler than the final product. Did the Wii U have a code name? I don't remember. It's the only one I don't remember. No, I, know I don't GameCube think it was did. Dolphin. Yeah. I know the Wii yeah. was Revolution. Yeah, right? Those have been sweet. I don't remember what the Wii U's code name was. I don't know if it had one. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know if there was enough I feel time like, for the yeah, Wii U code name. Yeah, I would remember. <laughs> Project Cafe. Project Cafe. It's that's, still better than Wii U. That's a better name than Wii U. <laughs> Yeah, they're both not great. <laughs> cool, yeah. <laughs> Revolution is quite the best out of those three. I don't know. I like Dolphin. Yeah, Dolphin is just Dolphin's fun. and cool. Yeah, um, yeah. so no new Switch this year. So oh, save well. up for next year. Or put your money towards PS4 and Xbox Series X if that's what tickles your fancy. Sorry, PS5. Or you can buy a PS4. Also, Project Scarlet from Xbox sounds better than Series X. Come yeah. on. Scorpio. That's yeah, what right? the Xbox the, One was. I think. Yeah, yeah, that was like... Man, why are they doing this to us? <laughs> You'd think it'd be easy to name things, but apparently it's very difficult. 
I don't know. Everyone was mad when it wasn't the Xbox 720, and instead it was the, the Xbox, Xbox One. one. And they're like, we already had Xbox One. They should have just called this one Xbox Two. But <laughs> I know that. They, well, they're obviously just working towards Xbox. Xbox is kind of like yeah. At the Xbox is more of a platform than a specific console. Yeah. That's what they're going. You for. know, everyone memed Sony for just you know PS5, backspacing right. and pressing in the new number on the logo, but yeah. it works. It sure does. Okay, so that's all the news I wanted to talk about this week. Let's talk about quickly games we've been playing. Andrew, you can go ahead and tell me the three one words: game. Legends of Rune Terra. Yeah, I'm I've, so addicted to this game. I've played it just about every day. I think I have played it every day. I know you've played it every I've day. I played Derek. it every day. Derek, we wanted to get an update for you at the end of yeah. Well, in the deleted podcast, you talked about how we kind of made you excited to go try new things and explore the game more. How did that go? I did not play it once. <laughs> uh, well, that answers that, I suppose. Um, yeah, I, I guess I just didn't uh, find. I th- felt like I needed time to really like go through the, the you know the the decks and do you know kind of figure it out. And I, I feel like I just didn't have that time over the past week to kind of like dive in yet. I'll tell myself during the day, okay, tonight I'm going to go in and retool my deck, mm-hmm. go through all my cards, look at some deck lists, see what I can change, and then I just hit play over and over and just keep <laughs> playing. See, I'm the opposite. I'm, I'll am i play one or two games with a deck, and then I'll think, okay, maybe I should take out this card because it's not provi- – when it's in my hand, I never want to actually play it. It's not doing what I want it to. And then I'll put in these cards instead. So mm-hmm. I'm constantly always adjusting my decks and always thinking about an idea for a new deck where, yeah, you just keep – yeah hitting the play button and playing nonstop. i mean most of it comes down to two i want to do the daily quests every day and for whatever reason my luck just doesn't have it like just earlier we were playing or i was playing uh and the quest was play three champions from shadow isles or ionia and i was like okay let me use my shadow isles ionia deck uh meta slave by the way uh, Every single deck I play against is Shadow Isles, Ephemeral, bullcrap. I, I swear it. to God, I didn't do that on purpose. Like I was just like, oh, Hecarim, I pulled him out of a out of a pack. He's cool. Let me make an Ephemeral deck, and then that happened to be like the one <laughs> deck. Everyone. Uh, plays but it. anyway, so I played the three champions, and then it just didn't count huh. towards the towards the quest meter. And yesterday was win uh win two games as Shadow Isles or Ione. I was like, all right, let me use my deck, and then I lost ten games in a row. Yeah, that'll happen. So I ended up just keep playing over and over again until I do the quests. And then I've been doing expeditions a little bit. Those are really fun. But other than that, yeah, I have not played any other games. Adam, have you played any Runeterra? Uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as Derek. You know, I kind of just don't have a lot of that time to really sit down and, like, really look at the deck. I'm trying to play it. But at this point, it would just take a lot of time for me to really get into it and figure out all the synergy between the cards. And like, mm. once I have the time, I know I'm probably going to get hooked into this. It's just one of those things where like, I know it will, but I haven't put enough of the time in because I've just been busy this week. Like, All I've really been playing this week is like I played games like one night this week, like a little bit of League of Legends and a little bit of World of Warcraft Classic yeah. with the same group of people for like maybe three hours max. Like It was about it. That's all mm. I had time for this week. Yeah. I've just had a long week. I didn't play a lot. I played some Ruterra during the day, but like my nights where I'd be home and have time to play games. I think I had one night or two where I got to play a little bit of Earthbound to try to get through that, but yeah, I'm still chugging along. Yeah, other than that, man, I haven't played a lot of new stuff. I don't think any of us have. It's been either Rune Terror or nothing. Wait. I did play a new game. What'd you play? I played Ring Fit Adventure. Yeah, oh, buddy. Oh, <laughs> no! Okay, tell me. How you, how's your body doing? How you feeling? Uh, I only played it twice this week. Okay. And 
I think I'm playing it on the max difficulty. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> no, I, well, no, that's, I don't know. That's like the only way I'm kind of getting a workout. Oh, so, okay. Well then, yeah, you're already a pretty fit person. Yeah. So I don't, that's like, fair. I don't think nah, he's I, I don't, my difficulty fit. is 26. I don't know if that's the max. No, or... I'm my, mm, I don't remember what number it is specifically, but I'm, I'm up there. I know. Okay. Uh, I could go in and check later and we can compare what our difficulty levels are, but does it ask you? We've only played twice, so yeah. every once in a while, once you start it up, you're like, hey, is the game too difficult to you? Yeah. Do you want to turn it up, or is it good, or do you want to turn it down? So I don't think you're at the max. Okay. Uh, Probably. Uh, I don't think it lets you put it at the max at the start. Right. That so. would make sense. Because I did, I did start it, and then did it, and then I was like, okay, this is too easy. So I like redid the difficulty, and mm-hmm. then it like put it at 26 and then like the like the bar you know the exercise bar at the bottom of doing exercise is like completely filled out it felt like so i was like i don't know is this is this it is this the max but it probably is no that bar can definitely change yeah. but i size easily depending do, on your level i do feel it i feel it i yeah. do feel like it's a it's a good word i only i only did it for like a half an hour okay that's day. not bad i tend to do um, it to like upwards of an hour yeah that's i want to try to do it uh i want to try you know start doing it every day and then doing it for yeah for like an hour but i i've only had like a little bit here and there so i only did like two or three levels okay and uh you have boss fight yeah so we fought drago yeah he's so fun <laughs> so you only start with the most basic of exercises too you have yeah, the squat I, you have the overhead press like knee to chest yeah uh, nothing too and crazy then like a little yoga one uh, i think i've unlocked one new exercise so far okay as you go you get more and more ridiculous yeah. and difficult things so don't worry it, it'll get harder yeah I'm, I'm excited to to dive into it I just unlocked mountain climbers and I want to kill myself <laughs> doing it wants you to do like, I think it's 40 of them. Uh-huh. So like Ooh, 20 on each hurt. side. And sometimes it has a hard time registering when I did the motion. <laughs> and it, so I'm doing extra ones. I'm, it's the worst. I hate it so much. Just get fit. I'm working on it. I'm getting ring fit. I'm at a part right now where there's masters for each of the different, um, parts of your body i guess uh-huh, so uh-huh. there's a leg master mm. and an arm master i did the leg master yeah i did their challenge oh are those and like the characters that are named after the parts like allegra yeah her name's yeah. allegra and the <laughs> other guy's armando there's uh-huh. only two i've run into so far but yeah allegra kicked my ass i could not walk for an hour after i did Ooh. that Ooh. it was rough so it's good it's really remind fun. me how much does this cost what was it? It's like I think it was 70, 70? I thought it was yeah, 80, 90 ish. Yeah, probably 60 for the game extra for the peripheral. Yeah, I think it's about $90, somewhere in that range. You can probably find it on sale at some point if you look. Yeah, I mean, I'm just curious because I've, I've been wanting to get back to the gym, but, you know, that's hard. Gyms are dumb. Video games are great. Great <laughs> fit adventure. It'd, this be, is... it'd, be a, it'd be a one-time investment for me as opposed to paying for a gym. Exactly. Yeah, That's kind of what I'm thinking. And it seems to be working for you guys. So I'm enjoying it. Like I'm you, like, you say you're getting a decent workout. Yeah, my arms, I can definitely feel my muscle in my arms getting bigger. My abs, abs are definitely getting harder, but there's this flab in the way because I can't stop eating. It, it, it's going to keep food. you in shape, but it's not if you're like, I want to build some muscle. I don't That's think not really what I'm really, in for. I'm yeah. more for like, you know, because I'm, I'm a grad student, right, which I hear right. is like, it gets to be a very sedentary lifestyle yeah, at a yeah, certain yeah. point. I'm just like, I have to read this paper for the next eight hours. <laughs> Yay. So it'd be nice to have something where I don't... Get a treadmill. I do have one at my mom's place, but you know, I'm not there a lot. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's also part of the thing. Like, I get free access to a gym at URI, but right, right. it's usually full of 
meatheads. <laughs> it's like, wow, Take we have that URI gym like, goers. No, seriously, we've got like maybe like three poi machines, and usually there's like a, a crowd that just kind of gathers around it and like looking at it like wide eyed, like, no, I'm next, man. You know a kid named Joe? That does not narrow it down at all. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't know Joe. Uh, he's, he's a power lifter. He has vampire eyes. That was just one time. He lifted too hard. And it's probably all of the muscles. Probably oh, still God. like all that. All of the vessels in his eyes popped, and he looked oh, like a geez. vampire because his eyes were just red. Oh, yeah, I don't go Today's that, I his don't birthday. Go. Happy birthday, Joe. Happy birthday, Joe, and Mewtwo, and Lauren. A lot of birthdays today. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you guys know today's Mewtwo's birthday? I didn't Is know it? that. Yeah, in Jeff, Pokemon Red and, your, and Blue. And your nephew. Oh, and my nephew, David Ray. <laughs> Don't tell him that I didn't think of him. Um, Hopefully yeah. he doesn't listen to the podcast. I don't think he does. He's six. <laughs> uh, yeah, in Pokemon Red and Blue, when you go into the Pokemon Mansion on Cinnabar Island, there's a bunch of journals spread out throughout the mansion, and one of them has an entry that's along the lines of, today we give birth to Mewtwo. No, it literally 6th. just says, February 6th, Mew gave birth. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Something along those lines. So, yeah, Mewtwo's birthday. A lot of birthdays today. Happy birthday, everybody. Yeah, Ring Fit. It's good. It's kicking my <laughs> okay. butt. I've been enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. it's I worth like it. it so far. Me too. We'll keep updating on Ring yeah. Fit. Those are the only two things I've played all week besides Earthbound is Ring Fit and Ruterra. So. I, played, I played probably a collective hour of Final Fantasy X, but that's it. You just watched a lot of cutscenes. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. I, I watched like cutscenes, walked through one area, and fought a boss. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. About how that game goes. Okay, cool. Let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and we're going to dive straight into our top 10 games of the decade. Woo! Alrighty, guys. So, we're back and we're going to discuss... The Game Sharks podcast official oh. top 10 list of the 20 teens. Hate you. I'm very excited so, to hear the uh, top 10 list. Of I'm the, the only decade. one who knows what's on this list. The three of them do not know what this list looks like. They only know what their own lists look like. They send them to me. I had created a point system and I averaged out all the points and I created a list. We're going to do the top 10. Okay. Are we going starting from 10? We're starting from 10 because that's what you do with lists. So yes. how, how did the point system work? Was it like so one the, point? The oh, higher... Did ranking yes, matter? Okay, the higher okay. on your did list... Did you not put them in order so of ranking? I almost didn't. Okay. Then I was like, you know what? No, I'll put it in order just in case Jeff needs it in order. Do you put yours in order, right, Adam? Yeah, it was like a vague order just okay, kind cool. of based on a bunch of different stuff. Because if you didn't, we'd have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I, that was it, was... it was a rough order to it. Okay, yeah. good. So... We'll just get right into it. Or hang on, let me explain the point system a little bit more. So the way it worked is there was um it's based on where you placed it on your list. Uh-huh. And then they were ordered. If there's any sort of tie, the uh, the winner has to do with who what game was on more people's lists. Yeah, okay. And yeah, that's kind of it. So we'll just get right into it. The number ten game on this list. Is Persona Five? Yeah, baby. Oh, right. So uh, Persona Five was only on one person's list. It was Andrew's list, and you, and you said the only reason it got so it got in was because I had it so high on mine, right? Correct. That is the only reason okay. it's on the list is because cool. it was so high on your that's list. In, that's very interesting. Okay. Yes. So I mean, it well deserved. Persona Five is an amazing game, and you should all play it. Talk about it. Uh, so Persona Five, for those who don't know, is a JRPG uh, where you play as a human boy named whatever you want him to be named, but he's commonly referred to as Joker. 
Um, and you're a school student in Japan. Uh, basically, you are transferred to another school because you get in some trouble. Uh, so you ha- so you're adjusting to life at this new school. Uh, but you discover that there are some mysterious shenanigans happening. Uh, you and another guy basically get transferred to like just transported to another world, another dimension, it seems, where it's similar to reality, but some things are a little off. And so uh, basically the game is split into two uh, gameplay loops, one where you're dungeon crawling and going through dungeons and battling enemies like a JRPG uh, in the other world, and then the other half is, uh, like you guys have experience with Fire Emblem Three Houses, is going around the town, or the, the town's plural, uh, talking to people, hanging out with your friends, spending time with people, which in turn level up um, things that you can do with them in combat and different uh, interactions like that. Um, so it's really, really great. My favorite video game soundtrack of all time, easily. Uh, the RPG mechanics are super solid. They're kind of similar to Pokemon, but it's a little more in-depth. Um, super cool. Uh, the characters are all great. The voice acting is great. The setting is just japan so it's easily it's easy to like get into it's super relatable um and the story is pretty intriguing and it's great cool I fully, overall i fully intend on playing this game i'm waiting yeah. for persona 5 r to come out which the is the right call basically the definitive edition yeah it's a definitive yeah. edition they add a new character there's more story stuff yeah. to it. so i got Jin's ps4 so i have <laughs> access to that uh, when does it come out persona 5 march 31st okay so I'll probably wait till post Final Fantasy because I'm not. This is a hundred smart, yeah, hundred plus hours. It was it was a hundred hours already. Yeah. So I'm gonna wait till post Final Fantasy. I'll wait for that weird summer lull that yeah, we'll that's, inevitably that get. Sounds like the perfect time to 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 play this. So that's my plan. I'm excited. I think it's cool ending up on this list. I know you talk very highly of this game. It's easily one of my favorite games of all time. I, so. I've also heard, heard a lot of people talk very high, especially the soundtrack. I've heard a lot of good things about the soundtrack. This was yeah my. Favorite video game soundtrack yeah. until I played this game was Xenoblade for like 10 years. But now, yeah. it like as soon as I played it, it's just some of the songs just hit you on another yeah. level. Like awesome. it's it's insane. I definitely, I think we'll play it at some point. Sweet. Um, it was number two on your personal list. Yes. So as, as we go through this list, I'll let you guys know where it fell on the people who had it on their list. So because it was so high on Andrew's list, no one else had it on their list, but because yeah. it was so high on Andrew's list cool. and the way the points shaped out, made it number 10 on our top list. Kicking out some of uh, some things that I was really hoping would make it on, but that's okay. <laughs> we, we'll talk about that later. If we get to, we'll just run through all, all our personal lists at the end. So the number nine game on this list, Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, buddy. Cool. Okay. So Andrew and I had this on our list. It was number 10 on mine. Okay. And, so the very last bottom one, but it was number three on yours, Andrew. Yeah. Which is part of why it was so high. And so it had the same amount of points from my system as Persona 5, but because it was on two people's lists, that's why it took the number nine spot over Persona. I almost put it on my list. Did you? Yeah, I almost did. Okay, so I've never actually heard you talk about Final Fantasy 15. So I, tell me what you think of it, because I'm curious. I had a, a good experience with it, because we talked about it a little bit, I think, when it came out. Like, I think... We talked about you know like uh, the, you know the dreaded chapter thirteen. Oh, oh yes. yep, yep. Uh, Before it got patched. Yeah, and I think I want to. I don't know if I played it post patch or not. I definitely I don't, haven't. It definitely wasn't that bad. So I don't know if when I played it, I played it post patch or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't remember it being that bad. I remember it being kind of like weird. Okay, it was slow and boring. Yeah, and you were like but, hiding in corridors and stuff. Um, as this, it was the first 
like 3D Final Fantasy game I played. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I haven't played 10, 12, or t- 10... 7 through 14? Yeah. I haven't, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everything pre-7 is... So I, I did have a lot of fun. I liked the combat system. Um, uh, I thought I kind of liked the story. I thought the story was pretty cool. I liked you know the whole you know, story of four four friends kind of going on an ultimate adventure. road trip. Yeah. Four bros pushing a car on the side of the road. Just, I liked all the characters. It's so good. Hitting on um, girls at the gas station. Yeah. Stand by me by Florence and the Machine. Oh that my plays God. at the beginning of that so- <laughs> game. It's so good. I danced to yeah. uh, with my mom to that song at my wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told her after. I was like, "Do you know that's from a video game?" And she was like, "Of course it is." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I never told her. <laughs> I told her the day of your wedding. Uh, jerk. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, I really enjoyed this game. Again, like you said, the combat's super fun. Throwing your weapon around and teleporting. Yeah. yeah. Noctis is such a cool character. He's in. Um, Tekken, right? Yeah, he's in yeah. Tekken Seven. I wish he could come to Smash Ultimate, <laughs> oh but I think God, because yeah. he's in Tekken, I doubt he'll come to Smash. I discovered but... a new Russia pair. <laughs> Man, yeah, that game is super fun. I've spent so much time fishing and just living in that yeah, world, yeah. doing all these weird, random things, yeah. driving the car around the regalia. It had a yeah, very like cool I almost world. I rarely fast traveled just because it was so satisfying to sit in your car, yeah. talk to your bros, listen to listen, old Final Fantasy yeah. music. I would always put on Final Fantasy Seven radio <laughs> and just listen to old Final Fantasy Seven songs while I'm driving across. And this then sometimes country. random things would just pop up while you're driving, and you'd be like, "Oh, let me go do that." The ending of that game gets super emotional. There's yeah. there's that time skip. There's that event that happens with Ignis that almost brought me to tears because I was just so devastated. And then, uh, yeah, I love so, all four of the characters. Spoilers for Final Fantasy 15. Are you playing, Panem? Playing Probably not going to anytime soon. Okay, so there's a moment in the game where you Noctis makes a terrible decision, and yep. in response, Ignis gets blinded. Yeah, and he's still in your party, and he follows you around, and he has a um, a cane to try to figure out where he's going, and he's just bumping into stuff. <laughs> and I'm just like, No, Ignis, I did this to you. I'm so sorry. It was really emotional. It's a good game. Yeah. I'm, yeah. This is the the first Final Fantasy game I've ever played. Yeah. I remember... You say it's your favorite one, right? Easily my favorite. Uh, it's in, I think, my top... It's one of my favorite games just ever. And I remember saying this to you when I was playing through it for the first time that it might be one of my favorite games ever just because I had never played a Final Fantasy before. And I remember I wasn't really present in the lead up to this game uh, so I didn't know anything about it until a few months before mm-hmm. release. But then I heard like this game was in development hell. It was de- yeah. in development for ten plus years. Yeah, it, so it's nuts. Well, it was versus thirteen. Final, Final Fantasy versus. Yeah, it was supposed yeah. to. Yeah, something. Which like that. is now? Did you hear about the uh, quick tangent? The DLC for Kingdom Hearts three. Yes. The end cutscene for that is a recreation of the Final Fantasy versus thirteen trailer. Oh, and really? The, yeah, the guy who made Kingdom Hearts three and the DLC four was originally in charge of <laughs> versus thirteen. It's nonsense. That's actually hilarious. It's yeah, the final secret fight in that is uh, the guy with the red and the blue eye from the Virum Rex, the video game within the Toy Story world that looks like a Final Fantasy. It's uh, yeah. nonsense. Oh, Classic Kingdom Hearts nonsense mm-hmm. bullshit. But yeah. Final Fantasy 15 went through a real rough yeah. time. I didn't think it was ever going to come out. Right. So I wasn't aware of any of that up until this releases. Uh, and I had remembered I wanted to get into Final Fantasy for a while, mm. uh, but I didn't really know where to start. You know, 7, I had always heard, was either the best one or one of the best ones. I'd heard the same thing about 6. Everyone kind of has their favorite. I played, I think, 4 shortly after I played 15. 
Uh, and I really like that one, but it just paled in comparison to 15 for me. I'm not a huge, huge fan of the turn-based combat of Final Fantasy, especially the time system. Uh, I don't like having to not be able to wait around and think out my move. I, you know, I'm not very great at this kind of strategic play. So especially when I was playing through seven, I was found myself struggling to actually keep up a lot of the time because I wasn't, uh, really in tune with the mechanics a a ton. Mm. So 15 was really, uh, more befitting of my play style, being able to Mm -hmm. teleport around and, you know, having the 3d space and being a a slasher and then like switching between all your like ephemeral weapons was super cool. I liked the world. Uh, the characters were super great. I remember this is one of the few games where I actually spent all the time to do and explore every nook and cranny and do every side quest I could before moving on. I must've spent 60 hours I think once you open up like the main, the first like large area of the map, I spent probably 50 to 60 hours just doing side quests and exploring that location before I did anything else. So that all opens up in chapter three. I did so much side quest stuff that I unlocked the Ultima weapon in chapter three, which you can do. So I just used that (laughs) weapon for the rest of the game. Kind (laughs) of spoiled me a little bit because my damage was way too high. See, I don't think I found that. You, you know the engine blade that one of the first weapons that you get. Yeah, you just yeah. upgrade that all the way. Oh, and you that's just the upgraded. Okay, yeah. So, see, I didn't upgrade that all the way. Yeah, I yeah, couldn't. See, I, I think I got it a little later in the game, but I did get it at a point where it was like, okay, well, now I don't need to really use anything else. Yeah, I didn't use any <laughs> other weapons. I would love to replay this game some point in the future because I never played any of the DLC. There's the yeah. episode Prompto Ignis, Glados, Gladius, Arden, Gla- yeah. Arden. Yeah. So I would. Yeah, that's one of the... And it's not one of the longer Final Fantasies. I just looked it up on how long to beat, and it says the main story is 29 hours. So yeah, it's it took me one. way longer because I took the time yeah, to do things. Yeah, it says completionist is 90. The yeah. average is... <laughs> or story plus... Yeah, like you said, I spent time fishing. Like, I did everything that I could. So I, like, explored the optional dungeons. I never did the post-game, though, which mm-hmm. kind of makes me sad. That's one of the reasons why I have it so high on my list uh, is because um, above some of the other games, which might be surprising... Uh, is because I'm constantly thinking about wanting to go replay this game. Yeah. Especially now that they've patched out Chapter 13, made it different. They have the DLCs. There's the post game I never got to to try. There's just so much that I keep thinking about and how much I love this game. And <laughs> mm. I played it like right when it came out four four years ago, 2016. Yeah. I say, right? So yeah, yeah, it was late 2016, I think. Yeah. I'm yeah. with you. I want to play this game again. So yeah. Maybe if things are slow. It's something I'm constantly thinking about, you know, above other games, which is odd, but yeah, still love it. All right, we'll roll on to number eight on our list. I love how your ears perk up and everyone's mm-hmm. so eager to hear. Number eight on the list is Bloodborne, which was only on Derek's yeah, list. It was Derek's it was number, number one. one. So, Derek, tell us why Bloodborne is Game uh, Shark Podcast's well, eighth best game of the decade. So, for me, it was the 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 first like Soulsborne game I played, um, I had never played Dark Souls or anything before it. I'd heard about it obviously, but never. But it was the first one that said, "Ooh, like that looks cool to me." And it's uh, the the combat. I love the combat in it. Um, so for those uh, who don't really know, uh, in Dark Souls, you basically have two attacks. You have your light attack and your heavy attack. And then, like, usually might have a shield or I think maybe there's sometimes you have, like, two hands or you just have, like, a second weapon in your other hand, uh, whatever. Well, in Bloodborne, there's really no shields. 
um, you just have your one of your weapons, and then you have a gun or nothing if you have a two-handed weapon. But everything, every melee weapon is a switch weapon. So uh, you press R L L one, and it does a switch attack where it switches your weapon to a different kind of mode, and it changes up the the move set a little bit. So it adds like a whole new kind of like fun strategy to your combos and. Um, it, be, it was less of a, like, parry and hit or kind of tank hits and then attack game than it was more of a, like, get in your hits, dodge, do some combos, dodge. And I liked that way more than uh, – it was way more appealing than the, the Dark Souls um, combat. Uh, and then there's the world. Um, so Bloodborne starts off as this kind of, like – What's the word I'm looking for? Like gothic, like werewolves and, and vampires. Like Victorian horror. Yeah, everything revolves around like blood. Um, and borns. Like the whole thing is you're you're on the hunt and, you know, there's like beasts <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but as you um, progress through the game, it becomes, it turns from this kind of like gothic horror into this Lovecraftian horror. Uh, and you start, you know, fighting like these, um, like indescribable monstrosities and like weird brains with tentacle arms that like eat your face and try to like steal your, uh, it, like mental fortitude and shit. Like it's like really, hmm. it really changes about halfway through the game after a certain boss you beat, the world just changes. And, um, the bosses are the, some of the scariest things I've ever seen in my life. Huh. <laughs> oh, shit. I, okay. The, I, so I like the first four hours I played this game, I was lost. I didn't know what to do. And eventually I stumbled upon the first boss in the game. And it's like this giant, it's called the cleric beast. And it's just like this giant, weirdly skinny, tentacle, not tentacle, like hairy monster. And like the, the music starts playing and you're like, holy fuck like <laughs> what am i fighting like like i was just like at loss i died so many times like i was just like ah uh, the fights they're so tense like uh i it's an experience i feel like i can never like get back because it's like it was my first time ever playing a game like this um but i like uh i i clamor for it I hope one day a game can make me feel the way Bloodborne did. The wow. First time I played okay. It. So I've been very afraid of ever playing a Souls game. That I um, yep. I have a strange feeling that they're just not going to be for me. But hearing you describe how this made you feel, <laughs> I need to at least give it a try. Yeah. I've so been, I've been meaning to play one of now, them myself. I mean, now that you have a, a PS4, I think Bloodborne would be uh, a good. I, I don't know. It's tough because um, I've only played. I've played all of them. Uh, and my favorites are, are Bloodborne and, and three because three I is a little just more refined than yeah. Dark Souls two yeah. and Dark Souls one. A lot uh, of people consider Bloodborne to be the best Soulsborne game, right? Yeah, I I think I think it's uh, well the people who who played it because the one True. criticism is it's the only game that's a exclusive. Ah, because uh, it's a place it's a PS4 it's a PlayStation exclusive. Right. So, uh, you know, a lot of people you know played on PC or played on Xbox. So a lot of people in the souls born community got to never play this game because it wasn't on their kind of console of choice. It did add born to the souls born yeah, genre in yeah, too. So must've had quite a big impact. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you call it now with, with Sekiro <laughs> souls born shadows. Yeah. Uh, Shadow but born I would souls. shadow souls born. 
physical copy I would give it to you, but I have it. It's down. I have it like a digital copy, so I can't let you borrow it. But right. I do have the other three physical copies. So, <laughs> well, you didn't speak as highly as I those know, three. I know. Uh, yeah, maybe it's, I'll give it a shot at some point. Yeah, we'll I see. gave I gave Dark Souls one a try last year. Was not for me. Easily rage quit that game super fast. <laughs> but out of all of them, Bloodborne is easily the one that I want to play uh, the most. It's it's so satisfying to play. Uh, it has some of what they, they say I think are the most difficult bosses in the universe. But I think um, one, two of them are DLC bosses, so they're like they're not main game bosses. And one of them, they say it's one of the most difficult. But I don't know. I didn't have a difficult time when I first played it. I think maybe it's kind of like a you might get lucky. <laughs> gotcha. Would you say? Boss. Would you say it's the Dark Souls of the Soulsborne franchise? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah. So that's why it was number one on my list. That's fair. That's all very <laughs> strong emotions that make me want to try it. So, all right, number seven on our list: Super Mario Odyssey. Ooh. Yeah. This was on Adam and Derek's list. At uh, Derek had it at number three. Adam had it at number nine. Oh, wow. Okay. So, a little difference there. Adam, tell me why you love Super Mario Odyssey. Because I think it was part of it, it was on the Switch. It was one of the first things they kind of put out on it. Mm. It was a little bit later. Yeah, it came out later that year. year. Later, I think. Uh, Okay, let me rephrase. One of the first, like, main Nintendo character games that was yeah, on it. Yeah, it was the year of Zelda and Mario. They both came out that year. Yeah, so it was like the first major Mario game on Mm -hmm. it. And I think why it made my list is that it kind of just because there's another Mario game on my list too, but I'm not going to say which one it was. We'll get there. Yeah, if it's on if it's on there, I don't know. But uh, yeah, there wasn't. I was a little loose with where I put it. Like nine isn't like a strict number for me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm definitely with Derek. It's up there in like terms of it wasn't my favorite Mario game of all time. I, I definitely beat it quicker than I did most. I feel. Because of just the way it was formatted, but in that way, I think it was one of mm-hmm. their most unique ones. Like I loved the open world aspect of yeah, it, like yeah. not open world, but like those mini worlds. I think that was right. a really interesting way to go with that. Mm. I, it, they got like a, re- a lot of really cool design choices in there that we hadn't seen before, like actual human-looking things, mm. like New Donk City, New Donk City. City yeah. yeah, all these like really interesting ways to do things. The combat was cool with the cap getting to control things that made uh, environment exploration like something we hadn't seen before in a Mario game. So I feel just it deserves to be on there on the honor list somewhere, just because it kind of showed like with the Switch and with the new stuff that Nintendo was able to still breathe life into this old franchise. Yeah, yeah. it was really cool. Uh, I think this is the first one on the list that all four of us have played. Yes. I really like how it kind of went back to doing what Super Mario 64 did where you could jump into the portraits and like you said, you were in that world. And it Super Mario Odyssey refined that and I feel like made it better. So it in Super Mario 64, when you got a power star, it would kick you back out and then you'd have to jump back in. And, and the world would change. And it would, yeah, there'd be different things within the world. But in here, you would pick up a power moon. There's so many power moons that you would pick one up, but you would stay in the world and you just keep going and then you go into a new corner of it and explore it. I felt like there was a little too many power moons. That yep. that was one kind of complaint. Like, oh, yeah. just, I got boy, like hundreds of them. Mm, yeah, I think what's a hundred and uh, I don't what? even know how many power moons are in Super Mario are in the game nine 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 plus. Well, no, yeah. not the ones that you buy. Nine 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 plus. There's a lot. 
I don't think it's 999 plus. No, you can like, get to 999 just because you can buy them infinitely from the shop. Oh. Infinitely. Yeah. I, I think like, like I think it's probably like about 600-ish that are like in, That sounds about yeah. yeah. game. That There's definitely right. a lot. Yeah. So, but, I've never been I never have classified myself as a big Mario fan. I, it's just something about them. I think they're fine. They're fun. I play most of them a little bit. Uh with this one, however, even though I claim that I'm not a huge Mario fan, this one managed to suck me in and I played it in its entirety. I played it on my honeymoon, actually. <laughs> so whenever we were Your in honey the hotel. Power moon. Hey. <laughs> so whenever we were in the hotel doing nothing or sitting by the pool, she'd be reading a book and I was playing Super Mario or <laughs> we got stuck in the airport. But yeah, it sucked me in. Like you said, all of the levels are so cool. This game's gorgeous. It yeah. looks beautiful. Soundtrack's phenomenal. Yeah, it, really good. It's what the kids say slaps. Jumps, jump Up Superstar is a banger. All of the music in this is so and good. And there was that one random dragon <laughs> boss that was like super highly Yo, right? in comparison. Yeah, you, oh, man. Yeah, that, it's a really good game. It didn't make my list, but I'm happy that it showed up on our accumulated list. Part of my reason is looking back on it, I had a pretty lax year for... Uh, gaming or lax decade mm. honestly because that was the year of like my senior years of high school and like my undergrad yeah that's so I think, fair personally my gaming took a bit of a dip where i was just kind of like replaying some mm. old stuff and like a couple things here and there but i didn't have a lot of time to like or the co- appropriate consoles because i'm mm. just getting a pc now yeah that's true and i've just had nintendo systems so they kind of limited my purview a little bit which is why a lot of my games or from my list are actually a little more recent in the decade as mm. opposed to early on in the decade makes sense for sure. Anyone have anything to add about Mario? Well, so uh, this was the game that I bought the Switch for. You really? You I didn't the buy a Switch until Odyssey came out. It was third on your list. Yeah, so this was pretty high on my list. Uh, I just, yeah, I, I loved this game. Um, I've always been a big Mario fan. I think the only Mario game I've never played, like platformer-style game, is probably Mario galaxy 2 really that's the only one that I was a good played. one galaxy 2 is I, is also yeah, like a 10 out of 10 that was game. O- only because i think my Wii didn't really work when it came out i don't well, oh, I, all right i'll give you that one if the F- good reason if the fbi is listening i'm innocent i pirated all my Wii games <laughs> so uh i think i want to say maybe like it might have my Wii broke before uh, it came out, or for some reason I didn't play it. The pirates uh, got to it. I mean, I've, I've still got a Wii and that game if you want to borrow it. <coughs> but uh, are you uh, farting? I am still hoping that they they port. Uh, FBI, open up! <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> they got me. Uh, that, was, that was a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for interrupting the podcast for that. I had to. Joke. I had to do it. Oh God! Sorry. What were you saying, Derek? Um, <laughs> You're yeah, pirate. This, it's it's my third favorite game of the decade and my third favorite Mario game of all time. So. What's, what, yeah, what are your other two? two? Uh, Wait, let me guess. Let me guess. Super Mario sixty four is number two. Yeah, only three S- games. Super Mario Sunshine's number one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Okay, to be fair, Sunshine was so good. Yeah, it's a very controversial game. Some people yeah. hate that uh, game. I love that game. I, I had a lot of fun with Sunshine. I never <laughs> actually played Super Mario. I, I may have played it Worth. very briefly. I have no memories of playing a lot of Super Mario Sunshine as a kid. So I love when that, that one. inevitably comes to the Switch. That's honestly like one of my earliest. <laughs> Hopefully, memories. it comes to the Switch. Mm. But yeah, like uh, Final Fantasy 15, I attempted to do everything I could in this game before moving on. Mm-hmm. I did it for probably the first four or five worlds. I got every single moon, every single purple coin, and then after a certain point, I was just like. No, I'm yeah. I'm just gonna beat it. Yeah. So then that's I then what I just powered through. As well, that's, what I, that's when I kind of got there. I beat it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go collect everything. Then I found out how many there were, <laughs> and then it's like, yeah. oh no. 
time. Yeah, that's what I think puts this game just short for me is that like I really loved everything that they did with this game, but at a certain point I was just like, okay, I'm kind of just doing most of the same things over and over uh, with different coats of paint. Obviously not, you know, the not exactly that mm-hmm. because everything in that game is super unique. Each um, world had its own gimmick based on who you, yeah. you took yeah. over with Cappy, which was awesome. That yeah. uh, the castle level where you turn into the bird, oh, I you love stick that. your nose in the yep. wall, yep. And you flick yourself up. That and it's all that like was, feudal Japan themed. Yeah, that was sweet. That was uh, sick. Yeah, but so for me, like I, I seriously love this game. It was probably part of a collection of four or five games that could easily occupy my like, number like 10 honorable slot. Mentions. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I was going through the last four or five on my list, and I had to decide on one of them, and this basically just didn't make the cut. And, and like you for Final Fantasy fifteen, I think what puts it high on my list is ever since I stopped playing it, I've just been wanting to go back and, and play it more, and I just haven't found the time yet, but maybe maybe soon. Maybe. Maybe soon. I mean, it's been a while since we've had a, like a, a 3D platforming Mario. So like, yeah, we're about yeah. due for a new one. <laughs> well, they've got Breath of the Wild 2 under wraps right now. So yeah. we'll see what they're doing with Mario. Okay. Number six on our list. There's actually a tie between oh. number six and number five. So that it's like an actual tie. Actual tie. Wow. Yeah. Because the way it worked is one of them was my number six. The other one was my number four. And it was your number four. Six, number four, switched. Oh, okay. So they had wow. the exact same amount of points hmm. in the same positions or alternating positions. So I arbitrarily put this one at number six just because I give that special factor to the one above it. But we're going to say number six is Skyrim. Oh, nice. Oh, I almost put that on my list. <laughs> yeah? I almost oh, put that I on my Skyrim. list. I love Skyrim. So Skyrim was my number four and Derek's number six. So I'm the only one who hasn't played Skyrim? Yarp. I think so, yeah. I haven't beat it, but I've played it. Skyrim belongs to the Nords. I, I don't think I've played a game more. Yeah. I have never started a yeah. game over more. Yep, I yep. have never played a game in different ways more than this. <laughs> I like. I probably never played more, like you said, put more hours into a game that wasn't an online competitive game. Yeah, a single player game. Yeah, especially like a single player game. I've never put so much time in. It's uh, just so you can just do so many things, meet so many characters, do whatever random stuff. And every time I start that game over, I go to an area. It's new. Yeah, that I've never been to. Yeah, yeah and there's yeah. plenty of people and plenty of things to do that I've never done before. And oh man, I I remember I bought I rebought it. So I bought it originally a PS3. I played a bunch of the PS3, and then for some reason I bought it again on Xbox. Um. And I bought, but I bought the DLC as well. And I was like, yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to like steam through kind of and go right to the DLC. But the DLCs added so much stuff to like the normal world that it took me forever to ever get to the DLC because uh. I was like, oh my God, there's all these new quests yeah, here. Yeah, it just kind of incorporates do. it everywhere. And <laughs> yeah. so one of the, the Dawn Guard one, oh, you'll just be so doing fun. something and you just get randomly attacked yeah. by vampires. And you can oh, just start you know, that DLC like an hour yeah. or two into the game. My favorite thing about that, I'm kind of upset that I didn't put it on my list now. I kind of forgot about it, honestly. I haven't touched it in a bit. Ugh. But I just kind of loved how like you'd randomly stumble upon some stuff. Like, early, like kind of early on in my game, I found I forgot what it was called, but it, it started one of the like the god weapon quest lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, so I ended um, up with the Dawnbreaker sword. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just did this quest recently, actually, because I started a new game of Skyrim at the end so of the So I, I didn't even know it was there. So like, I'm doing this. I, I come across this quest. I'm like, oh, this seems interesting. Let and that god this. starts talking to you and mm-hmm. you float up into the yeah, sky. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So then I end up with this awesome freaking sword mm. so i ended up like my, my i was going mage it's like, the one that passively does fire damage right yeah yeah and oh. it, it makes 
Draugr explode. Yeah. Like, it has a small chance to make Draugr just straight up explode when you kill them. And it's so satisfying. So that's actually why, like, on my first build, I was just like, okay, I like spellcasters. Let me try some magic this time after my first run through. Mm -hmm. So, like, my build ended up being one hand spell, one hand this sword. Mm. So that's kind of how I started going about things. And I'd be switching back and forth between, okay, I'm going to play this more stealthily. So I'll use, like, the conjured bow. I was definitely going for more of the, like, as many spells as I could find kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But hearing about oh, you guys playing it again, I kind of want to go back and maybe just reset and see what I can do. It's one of those games where once someone brings it up, it's like, yeah, like, oh, I, yeah, I could go start a new again. game. <laughs> maybe this time I'll be a battle mage. Surprise, two hours in, I'm doing Stealth. sneak archer alchemy <laughs> every single time without fail. Uh, I've never been able to like, commit to playing that game differently, and it yeah. bums me out. But Skyrim is my... I have two desert island games, so if you could only play... Yeah, if you got stuck yeah. in a desert island, you can only bring one game. One of them is... If I'm with someone else, probably Smash Ultimate. <laughs> but if I'm by myself, Skyrim <laughs> is absolutely my desert island. I can see that. Because you just worthy. play it yeah. forever. Uh, I have never played it. You should play Skyrim. Yeah. It's on Switch. It's something that I've always thought about. Uh, everybody that I talk to says, play Skyrim. Do it. Like It's so good. And everyone I know has played it, uh, essentially. But for me, I grew up not having uh, any console that wasn't made by Nintendo. So until Skyrim came out on the Switch, I didn't really have the means to play no, it. Yeah, that's when I sure. And then at that point, the game had already been out for five, six years. So I, my interest in it really waned. I don't really, I'm not really a huge fan of like fantasy worlds in general. I've never really been the biggest Lord of the Rings fan. That hurts or me. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just who I am. Um, but. Uh, it's always something I've wanted to give a try. The Switch version definitely like piques my interest a little bit, but I, I just always have other games higher on I, my priorities. I will say, though, I had one minor complaint about the Switch version. I know this is like a problem for you guys, but I found that in some of the, like, the dungeons I'd run into, I'd get stuck for a bit. I had to go look up a guide because the resolution on my screen was so dark that I could not see where the switch to the door was. Uh, you just got to get that spell that, what is it? Yeah, mage yeah. light or something? A, yeah. Candlelight. Yeah. There's yeah. a spell. Yeah. There. There's in game things to fix that. Okay. I think, there's I a think spell that you just like, cast and there's just ball of light that just follows you. I know there was, I must've just like passed by it at some point. never thought about it. It's, it's not the most optimized game. No, uh, no, for sure. That's why they released it like seven times. Yeah. I, I, I bought Skyrim four times. I, I remember the, I think I, yeah, I think it was the reason actually I started playing on Xbox is there was a weird bug on the PS3 where once you saved too many times, the game just broke. Like <laughs> it would like the frame rate would like drop off. Like so it like took up too much RAM or uh, something like, yeah, it was weird. So I was like, all right, I'll get it on an Xbox where it doesn't have this issue. It was only on the PS3 for some reason that this issue existed. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I definitely recognize, you know, the things that this game has achieved, though. From what you were saying, Jeff, being able to do something brand new every single time you play, regardless of the fact that this has been out for almost 10 years, is ridiculous. It's so good. Mm. And it's, there's it's, a reason why it's been re-released on every imaginable yeah. console. It's Actually, really... Sorry about Adam. Oh, sorry, sorry. So I was just like, it just reminded me of a funny story when I was playing it. So, like, sometimes you'll get the random quest and realize, like, oh, wait, I already did that. So the funny thing that happened to me was... I was going like the main storyline to mm-hmm. beat the dragon. It's like, you must gather the Elder Scrolls. Get the quest. Find these two Elder Scrolls. Quest complete, because I'd already actually had them. <laughs> like, oh, okay, we're doing this now. Okay. Well, so one of my big number one gaming sins, I've never actually beaten Skyrim. <laughs> really? <laughs> I've yeah. never beaten the main quest of Skyrim, because every time I start a new game, I get lost. I do all sorts of weird yeah. tangent things. 
and then a new game comes out and I put Skyrim down and then I go to pick it back up and I think, oh, I'll just start a new game again. So I've even picked it up with the intent of I'm just the mainlining game, this, yeah. but I get distracted and I end up doing all sorts of crazy side quests and I never mainline it. I mean, the ending's kind of cool. You go to Valhalla or whatever they Do call you? it. Yeah, I need to I, I need to just mainline fight, Skyrim. Uh, fight Alduin. Alduin. Yeah, it's kind I of a know cool little Alduin ending. Is. And then... There's like little things I think to do afterwards. One of my favorite things to do was go back up to the uh, the temple on the mountain and mm-hmm. like, okay, yo, dude, where's the next where's the next word of power? Yeah, yeah. You could do that. The graybeards just tell you where a world word of power is. Yeah, they're yeah. Like, oh, oh, dragonborn, we've discovered a location, another word of power. What? It's like <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> like, yeah, you you collect them kind of slowly, but like I'd get like one one random one for like, oh, this is for like. Frost or something, yeah, for yeah. fire breath. I didn't know you could go back there and they'd tell you that. Oh That's yeah, fun. it's like they just stumbled kinda, upon them, kind of sporadically. But yeah, he'll like yeah, they don't say always like, know. Yeah, okay, like this point on your map, go there. But it's kind of yeah. funny because on occasion I'd run into like some random dragons on the way, which just helped me. Like, I remember one time where I uh, I got a word off a wall. I immediately turn around and a dragon lands right in front of me. Like, oh okay, <laughs> well I guess I'm unlocking this word now. I, oh. I one time had a dragon. I was in the middle of a cutscene with someone. I was just talking to someone. And a dragon, I shit you not, <laughs> fell out of the sky and behind this person where I was locked in a conversation with them so I couldn't look away. It just died and turned into bone and I absorbed their soul while I was talking to someone. And I was just like, it's, what just happened? The weirdest things. Yeah, the, oh. There's this, the random glitches of the game. Have you seen the, yeah. the screenshot where the dragon's just blowing fire out its ass? <laughs> no, but that's so good. I'll find it later. I always love, oh God, when you, you'd like walk up and you'd see a troll like hit something and it go flying yeah. in the, the air. Skyrim. Oh, you mean me? Yeah. The mods with this game too. The yeah. Skyrim yeah, the troll mods. space program. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's a classic. I really want to go play Skyrim now. Uh, me too. <laughs> but I need to go play Earthbound instead. Yeah, same. Okay, we'll move on. Number five on our list, God of War. Ooh. Another one that was just barely not in my top ten. So this is the inverse of what Skyrim was. Yeah. God of War was my six. It was in Derek's four. four. That's yeah. why they're kind of tied in the five spot. So as much as I love this game, it, when talking about how... You, with Skyrim we were just talking about where you mm-hmm. can go back and play it infinitely. I don't know if I'll ever actually play this game again. I feel like it was a one-time perfect experience. I feel the same Interesting. way. Okay. And I'm going to leave it as that experience that I had. And I don't need to go back to it. They're never going to release DLC or anything for it. I've gotten everything I wanted to out of that game. I, I think, did I platinum that game? If not, I came close. I know mm-hmm. I beat all the Valkyries. Okay. The story of this game and the one-shot camera, how it the never cuts through cuts, any of oh my it. God. That was one of the selling points for me, It honestly. was such good storytelling, and everything that happened, and it was so impactful. The performances yeah. were amazing. Yeah. I really loved this game. The combat felt so good. When you're throwing the Leviathan axe, so and, it, satisfying. and it comes yeah. back to you, and the controller has that slight vibrate to make it feel like you're throwing the only air and catching it. And Kratos, just, and Kratos just catches it, and he's just dead. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> Boy. All the memes that came from that game. The twist at the end. Yeah. Everything the, about this. All game. the connections to Norse mythology, which I've talked about how much I like that. So yeah, I love Norse mythology. So all of that stuff with Brock and Sindri and the Forge and all like the Dark Elves and, and stuff. And, um, what's your name? What's her name? I don't know. Who, Come her? on, Freya. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lady Freya. Yeah. It's so good. Man. Yeah. It, 
I don't, yeah, I don't think I'll ever go back and play it again, though. Yeah, it's, me too. It has a perfect spot in my mm, memory, okay. and I'll just wait because there's gonna be a sequel. You know there is. Yeah, oh yeah, I they think, teased it. Oh god. Yeah. Um, who? Um, what was the company that made this game? That who Santa, um, Santa Monica Games. Uh, something Sony Santa, Santa Monica. Santa, Santa Monica. Yeah. You know they're already working on God oh, of War two. Yeah, they teased it at the end Did of the they? yeah at the end of God of War. Remember when oh, you go well, back to the house? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There's I, no way that they that they don't. Well, the, the reveal that they have about Atreus and then that little cutscene. Exactly. That the, yeah, obviously they're making a second one. I thought when you said they revealed it, I thought you meant like no, 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 no. Like, hey, look yeah, at this but, screen. No, but so yeah, I don't know. How do you feel about that, Derek? Do you, I I mean I will hundred percent. I. Uh, I've played all God of War mm-hmm. games, and I have like I've always had a little tradition with the games is uh, I replay them every so often. Okay. Um, I even have a kind of feeling, and you guys might be able to relate to this feeling. Uh, I, but I call it God of War syndrome, <laughs> and I got it from when I the first time I went to play God of War three, and it's the feeling of playing a kind of a game or similar game so much that you get bored of just that specific thing and then you can't play them for a while. So I kept getting this playing God of War because I would play God of War and then I would play God of War 2 and then I w- the ultimate thing was I was going to play God of War 3. Mm-hmm. By the time I got to God of War 3, I was so like just done with God <laughs> of War, like that style of game that I just like would lose all interest. Mm-hmm. So anytime like I'm like, oh, I got God of War syndrome again. Like I played this game too much <laughs> in too much time. That like I need to, my I, my brain needs to do something else. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I I always try to I I've replayed them all a few times. Um, won the most because <laughs> <I could, laughs> God of War never, Syndrome hasn't sank yeah, in yet. I could never go back to three. I always no. I gotta go back to one and play it all. And I eventually I was like no. This keeps happening. Stop. <laughs> That's like what happens when I try and go marathon the Lord of the Rings movies. I will yeah, start with Fellowship, and then much. I watch Fellowship, and I'm like, okay, that was four hours of my life. Now yeah. let me start the Two Towers, <laughs> and then I get halfway through that, and I'm just done. My brother's my birthday was this different. was uh, on February 4th, and he for his birthday, all he wanted to do was borrow my Lord of the Rings <laughs> extended <laughs> edition Blu-rays and watch them all in one sitting. Did he, he? Sent, he sent me a picture at, I think it was 2.30 p.m., and he was just at the end of the first movie. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> but he said the credits are like twenty five minutes in themselves. I'm pretty sure he said he got through it. Matt, send wow. an email to the podcast gamesharks at yahoo dot wait yeah, gamesharks podcast at yahoo dot com. Tell me if you finished it. Don't text me. <laughs> send an email. Um, yeah, this is my first God of War game. Yeah. I'd never played any of the other ones. Like I said, I didn't have anything that was Nintendo mm-hmm. growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when this game, I remember when this game first got announced and it was like, oh, Kratos has a beard now and he's a dad. Yeah. I was like, like I was like, okay, that's, is it a reboot? that's uh, cool. I was like, yeah, this seems interesting. And then the more information that came out about this game, the more hooked I got. Yeah. Like mytho- I said, the one cam, the one shot game like no cuts thing really like got me i was like that is really interesting that looks really cool and i looked at the combat and i was like that's awesome and then the norse mythology i was like yo and then i played it it was the fact that they made the choice to have it be the same kratos that had already killed all of the greek gods and somehow migrated into north mythology and is now killing norse gods is so cool yeah and these norse gods know him be like oh you're the guy that killed all the greek gods i it's uh, it's such they made like they expanded their concept for their game like completely by making that decision like now it's like okay yeah all the gods exist and they just kind of like do their things in their areas and i like so i like oh there's so much potential now for yeah, this yeah. they can take this series in so many different places i'm so excited for this yeah. i i'm curious i wonder if uh like 
they d- they did tease a lot in in the new game about like okay yeah like there's ancient like japan and uh i think they talked about like there's some hindu gods yeah when you're one of the last scenes when you're walking you finally get to the final yeah, location where yeah. kratos and the trace like that tapestry yeah you see a tapestry with all the different gods from all across the yeah. world so oh man it could this could end up being super cool mm-hmm. depending on how long they want to make these games for and where they want to take them yeah i uh, i can't wait for the next one and i will definitely replay this one before uh the next one comes out what system is this on ps4, PS4 exclusive okay, don't got that i got one you can borrow <laughs> international bank of gin okay so let's move on to number four it's a game i haven't played but it was pretty high on both Derek and Andrew's list. I think I know. The Last of Us. Yeah. Actually, oh, it's not baby. that high on Andrew. It's number four on Andrew. And number two on Derek. And number two on Derek. Yeah. So very high on Derek. I have not played it. It's on the PS4 that's sitting in the room over there. <laughs> I fully intend on playing. Like, I've talked a lot about on this list. Oh, I'm going to play this game. Oh, yeah. I want to play this game. Oh, I'm going to play this game. This is next. Once I beat Earthbound, I am playing The Last of Us. Tell me yeah. why. The, uh, so the... This is actually one of the first like play PlayStation exclusive games that I played. Uh-huh. Or is it exclusive now? Yeah, no, it's it's, it's still yeah, a PS4. Exclusive. Yeah, so this came with my PS4 when I bought it. Okay, I got the remastered edition bundled in, uh, and I was like, yeah, sure. I've heard good things about this game, uh, and I think I started it. Uh, didn't really get hooked immediately. I bought my PS4 mainly for Call of Duty and Rocket League at the time. Yeah, so those were the mm-hmm. kind of the games I was playing. And then eventually, I was like, I st- I own it. I'll go back and play it. And holy shit, what a in a, a journey like it's Ugh. just if you were talking about how god of war is perfect storytelling the last of us is perfect storytelling like it it's such a i mean i, I like i've played i've been a naughty dog fan since <laughs> i was hoping that was the end of the sentence <laughs> I've, I've been, been a, a naughty, naughty dog, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh but i you know i've been a big fan of naughty dog since crash bandicoot i've you know i played all the crash bandicoots i played all the jack and uh jack and daxter's uh, I then you know I've played all the Uncharted, so I've seen their storytelling come from you know the platformer of Clash Bandicoot all the way to yeah like The Last of Us I think was w- like the biggest like holy crap like Uncharted is is an amazing series but the the storytelling you know it's an action adventure you know shooter it's more Stealth about game. the spectacle sometimes Horror. than the story itself but The Last of Us is just it's Oh, the story is so good. Uh, the characters are all really yeah. amazing. The, the the gameplay I think keeps it like fresh enough to yeah. uh, like keep you going through the game. It never it don't I think it ever really gets stale. Um, but I, th- I think the pacing is very good in yes. the game too. It's not a super long game, right? No, not very long. Uh, so yeah, is that thirty? Long. Yeah, thirty minus. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's not bad. Um, they're making this into a movie, no? Are they? Uh, uh, I was just about movie? to say, actually. It's you know how they des- you know how they described Death Stranding as a playable movie? Yeah. I would describe Last of Us as a playable movie, but the gameplay is also amazing. Interesting. Okay, yeah. It's, yeah, as, as you were saying, Derek, it's been in talks for a long time, but yeah. it's not actually being made. I, 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 I think it, it would translate weird. really well into a movie. I, I think it would because uh, the the action the action isn't critical to the story right um, and it doesn't it's not like it uh, yeah yeah I think it, you could easily I don't know if you could do it all in one movie because it's it is quite long and I feel like the story is pretty important I don't know a lot of the I feel like a lot of the time from the gameplay sections you know if you subtract those they could easily scrunch yeah. it down 
I'm looking. I'm looking. I just typed in Last of Us movie, and there's a lot of fake trailers and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Every single one has Hugh Jackman as Joel and uh, (laughs) Ellen Page as Ellie. Ellie. Every uh, single one, which you would couldn't do because Ellen Page is like forty. She's too old now. Yeah, (laughs) I was gonna say who's Ellen Page. She's the one that looks exactly. Have you ever seen X three, the third X Men movie? Yes. She's Kitty Pride. Have you ever seen Juno? No. Um, what else is else? Do you have a picture of her on your screen? Hugh Jackman and then the girl from Logan, and and uh, now they, dude, can, Logan. they can do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. I see. I see yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I fully intend on playing this yeah. game. Yeah, it's, it's a the it's next a game on my list. The to play, second so. one is going to be a masterpiece. Oh my you god! You think so? Uh, it's why it was it's so anticipated uh, for yeah. me. All right, then I need to absolutely play this one before the next one. Yeah, comes it's like Resident Evil. I want to be a part of that conversation as it's happening. Yeah, as yes, yeah. I still don't know what happens in The Last of Us. I have somehow good dodged. Good. Keep it that way. All yeah. of the mystery of what this story is. <laughs> it's like it's something about clickers. Well, yeah, there's the clickers, but yeah. They're okay. uh, their type of enemy. There's a. Uh, it's similar to Resident Evil, where like it, the it's not forgiving with your ammo. You have to be smart. Oh, and cool! Yeah. I like that a lot. There's yeah. A, yeah, there's a little. And more there's the stealth aspect. aspect. Yeah. It's it's really it's just amazing all the way through. Sweet. All right, let's move on to number three. This is probably the most biased of all of the things on this list, considering the company that we're in. And Derek, I'm sorry, the final three on this list do not show up on your list anywhere. <laughs> it's, I, honestly, it's just I expected that. a collective mind that us three cousins kind of have yeah, that are no, forcing we, their way to the top we, of this well, list. Well, then I think I, ha- I think I have a pretty good idea of what they are then. Yeah. So number three, we have Super Smash yeah. Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> I think like, like that needs any explanation. It was number seven on my list. It was number six on Andrew's list. And it was number... Oh, it wasn't... Oh, wait. Hang on. That wasn't Adam's list. It was number three on Adam's list. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do we ha- We've said so much about Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> There's no, we don't really we, need we, to touch we, on it. It's the, Smash. You get it. It's Smash. It's the best Smash game. Hands down. I've, I used to hate on Melee a lot. I've recently had a resurgence of loving Melee and what Melee stands mm-hmm. for and what it is yeah. and the people who play it. I love what Melee stands for, but I think saying it is objectively the best Smash Bros game is just being biased and blind. Yeah. I can see people's argument from why they like that over mm-hmm. things, but this is this is more than just Smash Brothers at this point. It's video game the video game. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. pulling in so many different things, whether it's through playable characters, spirits, assist trophies, music, music yeah. Yeah. costumes. costumes. They just put Cuphead and, and Sans Undertale. It's crazy what this game it's getting it has to be the biggest collaboration in all yeah. of history. Yeah. It's the, very cool. Some would say the most uh what is it? Most Shit. ambitious. What's the quote? Yeah, the most ambitious crossover event of, of all time. time. <laughs> it's Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I don't care what everybody's says. here. It's the number one selling fighting game of all time. Yes. Surpassing Street Fighter Two. It's everybody loves this game and they what they did beyond just what the game is, if you break it down to the professional scene, it's the most balanced Smash game that they've ever made. Yeah. And it's one of the most balanced fighting games I've personally ever seen. Everyone was complaining towards the beginning of the competitive uh, season when t- a lot of top eights were or only featuring Snake and Olimar and some, some variants. But nowadays, it's like every top eight has each slot represented by one like solo main. Yeah, you, cool. you'll see a top eight that'll have 10 different characters in it because yeah. there'll be the people who will like, uh, Dark Wizzy will only play Mario. You get yeah, MK have solo mains, you yeah. have counter picks. It's crazy. It, the diversity in this game is insane. And there's so many. You watch people's tier list videos, and you'll see so many people in high tier or above mm-hmm. because 
there's so many characters that are viable. Yeah. It's like it's rare in a game like this where there's more characters that are good and playable than are than bad yeah, and yeah, unplayable. Yeah. It's like the difference with melee is that melee has you know six, seven top and high tiers that just completely invalidate you know, the rest of the cast. Yeah, you know what I was thinking recently? I don't see Sheik in melee anymore. I only see Marth, Falco, Fox, and Puff. And only one person plays Puff. And Falcon. Oh yeah, I see. I mean, uh, melee actually does a good job of being pretty diverse. You you have Axe with Pikachu, you got Amso with Yoshi, you have a couple Ices players, you have a few Armado Falcons. Armado a Peach player. Mewtwo King plays Sheik sometimes. I feel like I was. Anyways, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> no more melee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think we need to talk anymore about Smash yeah. Ultimate. It's 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 just it's the best Smash. Yeah. Do you have something, Adam, to input? No, I think you guys pretty much put it. But I do want to know for the top two, how hard did the three of us hive mind? <laughs> pretty hard <laughs> i think i think i have i know exactly which two they are the only I've, question i have is the order I've, it, I've got i know what my top two were so mm-hmm. i'm curious if they're okay let's move on to number two in a shocking turn of events the number two game on this list is the legend of zelda breath of the wild yeah uh-huh. okay that's what i figured yeah, I so think i know it's number one then yep. do we need to talk a lot about breath of the wild i think i have thing, some i have some points. i can talk about how yeah. why it's not on my list <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, yeah. start there. Actually a good right. idea. Yeah, this is not on Derek's list. Why is Breath of the Wild not on your list? Is because it because Breath of the Wild Two is going to be the greatest video game of all time? No, because I think it's while it's a good game, it's one of the worst Zelda games. Huh. You see, I think it takes what the original Zelda did and just modernizes it and makes it perfect. Um, I stand by, even though it's it, what. Where did I put it on my list, Jeff? Remind me. You were like five, I want to say. Yeah, and that's just that's me. just yeah, because five. of some of the things that I experienced in the other games. Breath of the Wild for me is what you were saying with God of War, mm-hmm. where it's the game that I am perfectly succinct with having it uh, as. My As like, it is. yeah, like I played through it once. I will never get that experience back. Playing through Breath of the Wild for the first time was amazing. Yeah, and I agreed. will, but playing through it a second time will not be the same whatsoever. That was one of my biggest thoughts when I played this game for the first time: was how long will I have to wait to play this game for it to be fresh again? Because I spent so much time uncovering all these little hidden secrets and yes. these little treasures that were spread out through this massive landscape, and I thought to myself. This won't ever be this special again. Exactly. Playing it for the first time there was, there was is so of, special. I didn't want to put it down. It was the yeah. most forgettable Zelda game I've ever played. Okay, yeah. Let Derek... Oh, well, sorry, first, yeah, first I it. want to say it was number one on my list. It was number five on Andrew's. It was number two on Adam's. Derek, why are you so down on Breath of the Wild? Uh, I, I just... My opinion of the game has changed over time. And I, it has a lot to do, I think, with just like... Yeah, when the game... I, when I played it, like it was like, okay, this is really cool. It's like this big open world you can kind of do whatever you ever you want but i and i i i think it's one of those things where it's like after i finished playing i thought about it and i started picking it apart and there's a lot of i think things that are like i could really do without that i could really do without that so i don't i i my number one or one of my discrepancies i hate the weapon system i think the weapon system is completely garbage really um, yeah, I hate the counterpoint. Uh, it's not. <laughs> I hate the durability Good job. of it. I think it's stupid. Um, I hate that you like. Uh, I do like that bows are part like a weapon now, but I, I didn't like that you like you lost kind of the gadgets of uh, of Zelda in the past. Like, yes, you do. You get like the bombs and the I. You, you know, you get that's kind of your your gadgets that you earn that help you through puzzles and stuff like that. Um, but then like it, those 
I felt only really helped with like make the sandbox more interesting because there was okay, there's all of this stuff I can do with the sandbox and like okay, yeah, like now I use them in the uh, in the um, the the shrines. Mm-hmm. But to me, like the shrines were kind of like forgettable. They were just like a ton of little puzzles and none none of like walking into the, any of the shrines never felt like uh, like memorable. I don't know, you know, like. I, I can remember almost every single dungeon I've played in a Zelda game because walking into the dungeons is is memorable. Uh, you know, each one is is kind of visually different, and but the shrines they're all the same. They're just they have different puzzle mechanics, and it's just like okay, I did the puzzle, now I get my bonus, and I'm out, and I'm never gonna worry about or think about this shrine again. Um, the uh, what the monster I can't remember the great beast the great beast divine beast uh, divine beast are kind of interesting, cool. but forgettable uh you know it's just another little puzzle about moving things around there's not really a lot going on in the divine beasts um the bosses themselves in the divine beasts are completely forgettable it's just another version of ganon another blob let me just shoot him with arrows again um uh what else uh i did like going the 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 most memorable pieces were going to the you know the four areas so you have the, the rudo area you have the gerudo area the uh, whatever you're, you know, the, the rolly guys, uh, the Gorons. Gorons, yeah, and you have the Zora area. Like that was okay. Like exploring those for the first time was like a cool. Like okay, I guess that was the more memorable experiences. But then, like I don't know, for me, going to Hyrule Castle the first time was just kind of like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna walk in here and I beat Ganon. Uh, discovering the 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 for the hidden forest or whatever the, for the first the time, and getting to the getting to the Master Sword and realizing I can't pull it out. That was like cool. Um, but again, it was just like, oh, okay. I don't know. The game was very forgettable for me. Hmm. So I see where you're coming with. Yeah. Uh, one of the big criticisms is the the Divine Beasts. They're not real dungeons. There's no real dungeon in this game, and dungeons are yeah, they what Zelda fall is. Flat. Right. I can agree with you there. I personally don't mind the weapon system. I know a lot of people complain like, oh, my weapons are breaking, but I felt like I was yeah. throwing away weapons faster than... Yeah, once, or I was getting weapons faster yeah. than I was breaking them, so I was more so being like, "Oh, I don't need this weak weapon anymore. I can get this sweet weapon put at the top of my list, and I would save the really cool weapons for when I was fighting really big monsters." So, see, I guess my thing is that moment never came. You know, it felt like the "Oh, let me save this important item for when it really matters" in an RPG, and then never using it. You know, that was like I had a lot of cool I weapons find myself doing that, that I never used because I was like, oh, but I don't want to I don't want it to break because then I never have it again. So that's a mentality that a lot of people have with video games. I know like shooter games, you can get the rocket launcher in Halo in this campaign and be like, I'm not going to shoot this because I might need it to kill a hunter or something. And you and run into a hunter you're like I'll just shoot him with a plasma <laughs> pistol and punch him because I might need these rockets for later. And uh are you familiar? You guys know Rooster Teeth and Achievement Hunter, right? Yeah. You know Gavin Free, the British guy? Yeah. He, I, I listen to their podcast, and he has this saying and this little, this little quirk where he's like, anytime I get a super strong weapon in a video game, I use it immediately because I don't want to be the guy that yeah, holds on to it and never uses it because he's like, I want to experience the game. So he'll talk about when he's playing Fallout, he finds the... The, what are the the big boy? The fat man. The fat man. Yeah. He'll find the fat starts. man and he'll shoot it at like a basic ghoul and blow him to smithereens. Just be like, that was sweet. <laughs> so I think that's that's a mentality thing that some people you need to go into Breath of the Wild with its weapon system, knowing like I don't need to hold on to these weapons because there will always be another cool weapon 
use everything you find and just be ready to pick up whatever you can find and use it as a weapon. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. you need a pot lid to just throw it at someone yeah. to make like or I feel surf. like I feel like yeah, I feel like it, it that's a mentality thing, but I can understand why yeah. you wouldn't like it. I guess it. I my my personal preference is for like weapons and 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 loot like i liked i liked the armor system and mm-hmm. you know like everything kind of had its purpose i liked that and i wanted weapons to be like that i wanted uh like you to, wanted leveling up finding cool weapons and leveling them up and stuff you held well, on to not and even collected. just maybe leveling them up but like uh you know finding a, a maybe a bow that does work really well against lionels okay and but i don't have to like worry about losing that bow and never be able to find another one i can like it like yeah okay it breaks but i can fix it you know i can pour materials into it like that would make that i think material um grind and kind of like uh gameplay flow like work out a little bit better instead of it just going into um armor and stuff like put it you know be be able to put it into weapons to repair them or whatever because yeah i want a weapon to feel special when i get it and I want to be able to like use it without, you know, uh, like yeah, okay. Have your you can have your like little you know little things you find in the beginning of the game that break really easy or whatever, and you don't really need them. But like have more meaningful stuff in the end, I guess. That's yeah, fair. Like, I will say there's one thing I was I'm with you on a lot of this. Like it was a gorgeous game. It's definitely bringing it in the right direction. But I did end up missing the feeling of the dungeon grind, like getting that cool item that's going to help me beat this real unique boss. And I kind of hope they're going to revisit that with a sequel. Like, I think mm-hmm. the only logical right. way to go after the massive success of Breath of the Wild is to do it again, but reintroduce all those elements of classic Zelda that we yeah. love. That's why I think Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be the greatest game of all time. Which I, I agree. Which I said to you as we were playing Breath of the Wild for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Like, the like 2017, I said to Derek... I think Breath of the Wild 2 will be the greatest video game ever made. He's, he's just like, yeah, like, I think you're right. Uh, and going back to I the... I think wo- oh, sorry. Breath of the Wild 2... Breath of the Wild 1 is in conversation to be the greatest video game. Yeah, but we'll see. we got to wait for 2. But I will say, there's one thing I didn't like about the... I got used to the weapon system. Mm-hmm. There's one thing I didn't like, though. So they had all this lore with the four champions, right? Like the four champions... Like a champion from each race, master mm-hmm. of their mm-hmm. divine beast. The one thing I didn't like was how... Yeah, you'd get the cool powers from them after you beat that you know version of Ganon... But here's the thing. You'd also get their signature weapon after. And you're like, oh, sweet. Look at this awesome tray. And it's broken. Yeah. Yeah. That, you could reforge them. You though. could reforge Yeah. But them, I kind of felt like that should have been like, they're also like, trash. here's your, here's your reward. Yeah. Though. Like, here's this cool thing that just won't break. They balanced the game around it though. Like I yeah, remember. I think it encourages you to explore new areas. I yeah. used Mifa's spear a lot. I yeah. loved that weapon. And anytime it broke, I was like, oh, I need to go back yeah. to where the Zoras were so I can find a couple more of the, the Zora tridents to turn them into Mifa's spear. So there was workarounds for that, and you had to put in the time. Yeah. Right. So, but I do kind of feel like that could have been like just maybe like put it on like the the master sword system, where like it'll break, but it'll just recharge after yeah. a bit. You know. Yeah. I think it was ended up being a balance reason for why they did it, and obviously, Probably, yeah, I think they'll tweak it in some form. But like it wasn't the it wasn't you know the core dungeon exploring yeah, Zelda yeah. experience because that's not what it was trying to be. No, it was, it trying, was to trying to harness the sense of adventure and exploration from the first Zelda game, and that's exactly what it did, and it did it perfectly. So we've talked a lot of about <laughs> the negative things about this game, but it is the number two game on, on our, our list yeah. of, of uh, so suck it, Derek. <laughs> and it's my number one of the decade. So why it's my number one, and I want to leave off on this with Breath of the Wild is it is 
the greatest sandbox video game they've ever made. You can go in this world, and the way the physics work, you can mm-hmm. think of something absurd. <laughs> you could do. You it. could be in a shrine with. It's an electric-based shrine, and you're supposed to be using a lightning rod that you find to throw lightning at things. But you can, if you just take a second and step back and think, you can figure out, oh, if I take my sword and drop it on the ground and use magnesis, I can use it as a conductor to arc lightning but from this source and bring it over here to light this thing on fire, and it works. Yeah. If you just take the time to think logically, you can solve so many puzzles in so many unique ways because of the sandbox and the physics they designed in this oh, world. Yeah, I MacGyvered my way through so many of those It's things. amazing. No game has done it, and games since have been trying to replicate it. And to the exploration in this game where you can climb anything, it changed. This game changed video games. Everything is striving to be this now. I'm starting to think we should dedicate an episode to Breath of the Wild. <laughs> we could. We could. No, let's, okay. let's wait until they actually drop a trailer for the sequel, and well, we'll just speculate. Uh, I'm down. No, I want to do, yeah, we'll move on from Breath of the Wild right now. We should do, we can all write down our thoughts, our positive and negatives of Breath of the Wild. Maybe in a couple of weeks or something, Deep we'll do dive. a big Breath of the Wild or episode. You we can go back and replay it a little bit. Put it in the hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And put it in the hat. Oh, no. We don't have time for that. It took me 90 hours to beat Breath of the Wild. I, I, was in, I had like 130. Can't like, go in the hat. I'm pretty no sure way. I might have clocked over 200. Right, we're running out of time here because Derek has a, an ultimate game to play in a little bit. So let's wrap up this list. Let's go to our number one. I'm sure Adam and De- uh, Andrew oh, know what it is. The same thing. Derek, do you have any guess what this game is? No, I have I have no idea. So the is that, was that sarcasm? No, I, I honestly okay. I'm like trying to think like what it could possibly I thought it was gonna be Breath of the Wild was gonna be the, the number, number one. The number one game according to the Game Sharks podcast for the twenty teens is Hollow Knight. Oh my god. Oh, of course. Yep. Hollow yeah. Knight was my number two game, Andrew's number one number game one. and Adam's number one game. Okay. Topping our list. Yeah, I think I just had to put it there. It's it deserves it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite games of all times, hand down, hands down. Like the only reason that I think for me that it lost the Breath of the Wild. Well, there's two main reasons it lost the Breath of the Wild for me. A, or it beat the, Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah, yo, sorry, yeah, sorry. Breath of the Wild lost to it. The only reason, or two reasons, I should say. A, Breath of the Wild Two is gonna be way better. <laughs> so there's there's something to look forward to there. Okay, I mean Hollow Knight Silk Song, bro. Oh hell yes, oh. there's Silk Song. So yeah. excited for that. But, like, yes, like, the main reason I put it at number one was, like, Breath of the Wild was successful and fun because it captured that old-school spirit of the Zelda franchise, whereas Hollow Knight gave me that exact same feeling from something completely brand new out of a team of three guys. Yeah. The art of this game, it yeah. looks... Everything about it's beautiful. The world, the way it does its storytelling. It's storytelling, it's world building, it's mechanics, it's... The music. It's the just right amount of it's punishing. It's like so minimalist, but also it's just so full of life. Yeah. You know, the yeah, like you said, the challenge, the mechanics. It's, it's the perfect amount of challenge because there was never a time where I died on a boss fight where I thought, that was bullshit, I hate mm. this game. It was always... Oh, I misinputted yeah. something, or ooh, I just learned something new that'll help me with this next time. Yeah, Except like, for I, the I, trial I, of the fool. Well, that's that's a different story. Yeah. Like, I, I would definitely walk away from it a few times. Like, okay, I've I've tried to beat this boss twenty three times. It's time to go sleep. It's like one in the morning. Mm. But then later on, like, I remember one of my favorite moments was I thought I'd beat the Soul Master in the Sanctum. Like, okay, you didn't beat the Soul Master. Yeah. <laughs> then he starts doing the thing, we're just crashing into you over and over again. And I'm like, oh yeah, look at this. Oh my god, what the fuck's he doing? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Hollow Knight gave me the same uh, experience as Breath of the Wild did, where it 
was so unique to play through for the first time. And that is an experience I will never get back. But I still want to play it yeah, a lot. That's another one that I constantly am thinking, oh, I want to go back to this. And like you said, it gave me very similar vibes or like that same feeling that Breath of the Wild did was exploration. The exploration in this game is amazing. We went in different directions. There's a whole section on this map I never went to. Like I never went to the bottom right corner where the, bee, the hive, the beehive oh, is. The hive is so never cool. made it there, but apparently it's just really cool area. Yeah, because so evidently I, to- I learned this later because I attempted to replay it a little bit and I think I did things a different order. Yeah, like, there's you- no. There's a couple things that are in a set order, but you don't necessarily have to do everything. Once you get a couple powers, you can sneak your way around Mm -hmm. and find different entrances to different locations. There were definitely Mm -hmm. a few areas that were hard locked until you found the right thing. Yeah. Like at the Fog Canyon, it's pretty much inaccessible to get the shadow cloak. Mm -hmm. But But yeah, for most of that game, it's like, oh yeah, I'll just wander this way. I'll wander that. I was probably a solid 10 hours in before I got past the second zone. Yeah. Yeah. Because I couldn't figure out which way to go. Yeah, this game's already so amazing and unique to explore, and that and Silk Song's just you know, gonna be Silk Song's. I'm you, very you gotta excited. Respect that they it was supposed to be DLC, but it got so big and so unique that they just said screw it, it's a sequel. Yeah, and it really yeah. it really speaks to the amount of of love that they're putting into the game, yeah. and that they already put into Hollow Knight. All the DLCs were great. They brought me back to play and the the, the nightmare. The, plus uh, the fact DLC. that the DLCs were completely free. Yeah. yeah, that's how you know they just care about their game. Yeah, indie developers, man, are just the best. So, this was just outside my top ten. It was, was it one of at the bottom? Like three, I was considering putting in. So, and so definitely didn't. on the honor honorable mentions. Yeah, you didn't. The, you didn't beat it. Though. I haven't finished. So, it yet. so I'm still. I playing. want. Yeah. I want you to finish it at some point and come back and let and me know. Yeah. Tell us which, which as, ending you got. Uh, okay, there are yeah. three Multiple. endings. I am. I am probably only halfway through the game. Well, oh, okay. I don't know. I'm. Going to get all the souls. I got like the the thing that lets you take souls from people or something. Oh, the dream nail. The dream nail. Okay. And now I have to go and go to the different yep. dreams. Oh, the warrior dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, was a, that was a cool mechanic. Yeah. That's those right are now. those are tough. Um. So the last thing I want to say, leave this off, and why I think Hollow Knight is uh, our our collective number one game, or both of the Wilds our collective number two game. Breath of the Wild, as we can see, obviously has flaws. While it's doing something amazing, Hollow Knight is a perfect video game. Yes, there's n- there's I'd, nothing else I'd I'd even venture to call perfect. Yeah, this game is just one beautiful complete package that does everything. And they're still adding more. Yeah, and there's a sequel coming out. So uh, I, I'm praying that the rumors of June are true. Oh, we'll I see. doubt it. Don't don't hold your heart too I, heavy I can, with that one. I can pray. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. All right. but, but but no, I'm totally willing to give them as much time as they want. Like, because I know if if I still got a winner of the year for this, they will deliver. It will be worth it. It will be an amazing a thousand game, times yeah. over. I'm excited. Sorry, right. quickly, I'm gonna go through our list again, top to or bottom to top. Just read it off. Number ten, Persona Five. Number nine, Final Fantasy Fifteen. Number eight, Bloodborne. Number seven, Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, tied at number five is Skyrim and God of War. Number four, Last of Us. Number three, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Number two. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and number one, Hollow Knight. Do you guys want me to quickly run through each of our own yes. personal lists? Yeah, sure. Okay, Adam's list. Number 10, he had Minecraft. Number nine was Mario Odyssey. Eight, Slay the Spire. Respect. Seven, Hearthstone. You should play more Legends of Runeterra. I should. I can say Because I played that a lot. Yeah. But Legends of Runeterra didn't come out last decade. That's it true. Did. Number six, Pokemon Go. Very cool choice. I can see why yeah, you'd want that's that. That's actually a cool choice, yeah. Number I'll, five, I'll explain why later. Number five, Skyward Sword. Number four, Mario Galaxy 2. Derek, play it. 
plan. <laughs> number three, Smash Ultimate. Number two, Breath of the Wild. Number one, Hollow Knight. So his three, two, one were the three, two, one. Yeah. Yeah. Derek, we had number ten, Battlefield Bad Company two. Yes. Number nine, <laughs> Red Dead Redemption two. Derek's list is way different than the. Oh, oh I, I didn't. <laughs> that's yeah, why Derek's I got a different I, pool. And I have played probably more video game than most of you yes. probably yeah oh, you have a you have a wider net I have than a us. huge net yes uh number nine assassin's creed 4 black flag number seven mass effect 3 number six skyrim number five destiny number four god of war number three super mario odyssey number two last of us number one bloodborne andrew number 10 binding of isaac number nine rebirth specifically part pokemon heart gold soul silver barely didn't make my list yeah uh eight horizon zero dawn seven Last of Us, six, Smash Ultimate, five, Breath of the Wild, four, Minecraft, three, Final Fantasy, t- 15, two, Persona 5, one, Hollow Knight. My list, 10, Final Fantasy 15, nine, Beat Saber, <laughs> eight, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, seven, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, six, God of War, five, Celeste, you're all criminals. <laughs> Celeste was like number, tied for number 11 with me. Number four, Skyrim. Number three, Portal 2. I hate all of you. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> it's, it, it's on my Steam account also, right now. Also, that was in like my 11s. Number two. I'm disappointed, Derek, you didn't have Portal 2. I, there was too many games to think about. Too many games. You won't it just 10. speaks to how good video gaming has been in the last yeah. 10 years. Number two, Hollow Knight. Number one, Breath of the Wild. With that point in mind, most of my games, I had put the years next to mine games. I had two from 2011. I should say the last five years, yeah. Uh, right. And then after yeah, that, everything or one game from Final Fantasy, one for 2016, everything else was 2017 and up. Yeah. So the last three years yeah, of video games right. have been insane. insane. Yeah. So that was like and 2020 is looking yeah. to be one of the best ever as well. Yeah. Please. All right, cool. So, Derek, do you have time to do trivia real quick? Or yeah, you gotta... let's do trivia. Okay. Bring so, do it. I, no I, break. I need my phone. Right, Lightning yeah. rounds. No break. Just... We're going to do trivia real quick because Derek has to leave super shortly. Um, so... This is the first episode where, because we've already done trivia from the last decade, so this is the first episode where I arbitrarily chose a game that I like and I know we all like, or a series, and we're okay. just going to do trivia based on that. So we're doing trivia based on Legend of Zelda. Because, Hell it, was, yeah. because it appeared in the top 10 list? I just wanted to do Zelda. That's that's fair. Okay. Is everybody ready? Let's get yes. this ball rolling. Let's go. Derek? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Number one. What year was the original Legend of Zelda released? Put a little bit of thought into it. You Ooh. can probably get close, but can you get it exactly right? I know this one. I also Adam know knows. it, but I think I, I'm, I back calculate. I think I'm off somebody. by like a year. I think I got it. Derek, are you good? I think I got it too. Okay. We'll start with Adam. What year did Zelda come out? 1986. 1987. 1987. 1986. So you want to know why I know that? Why? Because I remember Played specifically, it's still in my CD player in my car. Mm-hmm. The orchestral soundtrack that came with Breath of the Wild. I'm sorry. With, with Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword. Yeah. Which was on the 25th anniversary. 25th anniversary. That game you came see, out in 2011. Uh, so oh, I can see, back calculate That's it. literally Math. the exact thing I did, but I thought Skyward Sword came out 2012. Nope, 2011, because I still have that CD in my car, and I <laughs> sometimes when I'm feeling just on a when I'm feeling questy, I just switch over. Constant. to my I do that too. I, I have it on my, my CD phone. player because it's the only CD in my car. All right, we gotta go. Ready? Yeah. Question number Lightning two. We, two people's here. Favorite game is Wind Waker. So the question is, what's the name of Link's sister in Wind Waker? Can you remember it? I think Andrew's got it. Dude, Wind Waker's my favorite fucking game of all time. Derek Come on. also says Wind Waker's his favorite game, but it seems like he's struggling. You shouldn't have put a Wind Waker question in here. It's all over the place. I, I guess felt, so. I felt it's like good. it was good because Derek... I played it a few times. So well, as long as you don't have a Breath of the Wild question, Derek Derek ain't got that. Uh, Derek, did you write anything down yet? Uh, I haven't. 
because uh, I, I, I'm gonna say P. Oh. <laughs> P. <laughs> no, it's not P. Adam, can you guess it? Is it like I was like Ari? Oh, something. damn it! It is. Yeah. Oh, wait, spell it. No, spelling doesn't matter. He pronounced it's, it. It's Errol. Errol is that how you pronounce? That's it? how I pronounce it. No, I always pronounce Ariel. Yeah, yeah. something damn like it. that. <laughs> oh, damn it. Yeah, A R Y L L is how you spell Did it. Did not spell that right. Well. I knew what you were going for, yeah. so I give it to you. So Adam's got two points. Andrew's got one point. Derek has a Tetra in my head, and I was like, Tetra, no, it's Tetra, not Tetra. No. no, she's in that game. All right, question number three. In Ocarina of Time, what is the song that Sheik teaches you that allows you to warp back to the Temple of Time? What's the name of that song? Oh. Mm. Bonus points for the first person that can hum it to me. Oh, God, no, that's not happening. No, that's the song of time. That's the song, song of time. Damn it. All right. Uh, everyone got an answer written down? I have half of an answer. Andrew? Yeah, I got it. What is it? Prelude of Light. Derek? Song of Time. I knew it was light. I couldn't remember the first part. It is Prelude of Light. Can anyone hum the song? Uh, I'm, it's like on the tip of my brain. Na, 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 na. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Damn on. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got a tie. Adam and Andrew both have two. Derek... You got to get out. both of these. No, you're not out. There's still <laughs> oh, two there's questions. Still two left. All right. If Adam and I both get them wrong. In Derek's least favorite Zelda game, Breath of the Wild, <laughs> what's the name of the town that Link helps rebuild? Oh, I didn't do that. <laughs> oh, wait. Right, Andrew's locked in. Yeah, I got Everybody's it. locked I'm not, in. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to doubt it, though. Derek? Big town. No, <laughs> Adam? Terrytown. Andrew? Oh, it is Terrytown. I put, I put Catano Village. No, it's Terrytown. Terrytown. Adam takes the lead. What? what? Wow, three to two to zero. All right, last one question. Day, one day, Derek. One day, I'll get it. What is the name of the fire dungeon, arguably the hardest one in A Link Between Worlds? Oh, I oh, play that. A Link Between Worlds is like the only one I haven't played. It's really good. You should play it. I have it if you want to borrow it. But never mind, it's digital. I need my 3DS to play Earthbound. Yep. What is the name? Mm, the fire dungeon? The fire dungeon. It's got lava. You can call it the lava dungeon. Yeah, I knew none of you would know this. Derek, go first. I said Mount Doom. <laughs> I, I said Death Mountain. I said Death Mountain. It is Turtle Rock. Turtle Rock. Oh, oh is it Turtle Rock? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think of the, what the... Because Turtle Rock's not a fire dungeon, I think. Yeah, that didn't. my past. mind didn't put that together, and it's, I forgot that Turtle Rock was everywhere. part of uh, Blink. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, do you get the do you, I think you do get well, the fire rod in actually. No, I don't, I don't know. You rent, it's been a while since I, I played. Yeah, man, it's too happened. bad he didn't put any timeline related questions on here because I got that timeline. on my brain. I played all of A Link Between Worlds when I went on my trip to interview at Riot Games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I really like that game. What's I know. The, I plan to play it at the, some point. What's the bonus question? Uh, all right, bonus Either question. We're just gonna shout out the answer in Majora's Mask. What is the maximum amount of rupees you can deposit in the Clock Town Bank? Five thousand. Six thousand. I think it's five thousand. It it's five thousand four hundred ninety nine. Interesting. Damn it. Because <laughs> if you put in four thousand not or yeah four thousand nine hundred ninety nine and you have the biggest wallet which allows you to hold five hundred, you can dump all five hundred in there. But it's the first time that you get you over do a transaction five, that puts over it over five hundred. Oh, okay. So the max you cool. can have is five thousand four hundred ninety nine. Okay. All right. Cool. So we're gonna quickly say. Uh, Follow us on Instagram. We got Turtle Sharks Podcast on Instagram. My wife's going to edit together some fun graphic for this, so you can go check that out there. Andrew's YouTube channel, you got Turtle Sharks. Go check mm -hmm. them out. They're doing Pokemon videos. They're doing Spider-Man videos. We might play 
Um, plan to play Fire Emblem we're gonna, soon. At some point, we're going to play uh, Final Fantasy VII at some point. You can already hear Derek jingling his keys because he's got to run out of here. If you got any questions or comments, if tell me your thoughts about Breath of the Wild. Tell us your top 10 games of the decade. Yeah, and give me a list of your top 10 games of the decade. That'd be super cool. Game Sharks podcast at yahoo.com send us an email and we'll read it out on the podcast um all right that's gonna wrap up this episode Derek, go play some ultimate and don't throw it out throw of some bounds. scoobers don't i can't throw it out of bounds it's indoors lay out oh yeah and don't delete the podcast oh, don't yeah. delete the podcast oh, no. jeff okay don't format the card oh. jeff